Welcome back, superstars. Hey, my name is Aaron. Uh, my body is 79% mustard, and this is the Superpod Saga. That's right, Superpod Saga, the show where we discuss a different video game topic each episode, and then uh, when we're done discussing, we'll gather around the kitchen table for some uh, some hot tuna helper and a, and a hot mellow yellow and enjoy a meal as a family. Praise God. Nice hot meal as a family. D- does that sound good to you guys? Praise God. Praise uh, God. I prefer my I prefer my meals cold, like my revenge. <laughs> I like hot revenge. We, the hot revenge it kind of leaves me conflicted, you know, because like whenever I leave, I'm like ah maybe I wanted more of that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> if I like re- that. Hot revenge <laughs> gives me indigestion. Hot revenge is a snack food. It's like oops, I, <laughs> you reach for more when you don't want more. <laughs> oh, well, I've got I've got two great returning guests with us today. Uh, of course, you probably already recognize their voices because they've both been on eight million episodes of the show. Uh, we've got we've got Thrack. Where's my royalties? Where's my fucking money? <laughs> yeah, for Bill's real. not paying me, so where's my money? <laughs> got Thrack, and we've got Nave. Hello, hello, uh, I almost said boys and guys at the same time. Hello, guys. How are you? Which one's, guys. The, boy? Which one's the boy? Which one's the guy? I'll be the boy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still get carded. I'm almost 31. Are you serious? Yeah, it's tough. You know, sometimes I get carded multiple times at the bar. Like, they think I'm going to, like, slip up and give them my real ID. <laughs> like, all right, he's gotten two shots in. Let's see. Let's see if he's going to fuck this one up. <laughs> you say can... your be- say your birthday backwards. Well, that's easy because it's mostly nines. So I just had to remember one number and what sequence that number is in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if they like ask say for your, your ID. Prayers. Yeah, imagine if they ask for your ID and you give them uh, your social security card. Like, sir, you need to like not keep this on your person. First of all, this is very sketchy. You're gonna lose this. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're drunk as shit. You'd break the game that is the world. Like I feel like you could slip anybody a, like a photocopy of your social security card, and you could get that fucking anything. Be like, here's my identity. Can I please have like this 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 Twinkie for free, please? And I'm sure anybody would be like, fuck yeah, for your identity. What a good trade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I steal somebody's identity, and then I buy like uh all the Xbox 360 connects that are sitting in cardboard boxes in all these retro video game stores. What are you gonna do after you spend those fifteen bucks? <laughs> um, uh, feel nothing but pride. <laughs> hey man, doctors really love the connect. You better watch yourself. They do. They actually do. I don't know what it is, but like, I like collecting a lot of one thing that's just stupid. And like, I've been playing a lot of Power World, and you can capture humans in that. So at every opportunity I could, I was capturing humans. And I, you can have a pin where like you put like up to like twenty or thirty different Pokemon in there, but you can put the humans in there too. So that is just my that's been my human pin, my human penitentiary, if you will. And I usually just like to sit. There was a chair right in front of it and just facing it. And I would sit there and just stare at them and just I love like, marvel at it. I love the thought of you just like kicking back in one of those like long, one of those long lawn chairs. You just got like a little, little, yeah. little glass of like Tangeray or some shit. You're just like Long Island iced tea to go yeah. in my long chair. With your long hair and your long beard. You're like, yes, yes. My long list of Geneva convention violations. Yes. <laughs> 
you've got that like it's like a roller coaster tycoon you build like a little pit with like water around it and you just drop select citizens in there just drop them in i love that shit uh but no no i promise we're not all sociopaths uh uh thrak go ahead and if the listeners haven't heard about you uh go ahead and introduce yourself the the games you like the show you're on and all that stuff all right. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Thrak, and I am the the co-host of the 3DO Experience podcast, where me and Bill, which some of you might know from gaming and collecting, we we just talk about the 3DO and other random shit. So it, it it's it, it's a good time. It's a good time. We just recently did an episode on the Incredible Machine, which was fantastic. You all should listen to that. Um, I also host a, a King Crimson podcast that is back, but kind of in a much more like fragmented state like we'll probably do one episode roughly like a month or so so we're currently in the process of doing the next one which is about uh that the time between uh king crimson's red and discipline album which was that was about six years and a lot happened so we're we're gonna get to that um but other than that i just i i guess spot and other things and um and yeah uh i just i'm just living my life man it's all really i'm doing you know now, now say that again, but like, say that last line, but in your best, your best Russian accent. Oh God, I didn't practice. <laughs> oh damn, that's okay. That's okay. You get a pass. Uh, hey, Nave. oh, thank you. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Nave, uh, for those who haven't heard you before, uh, go ahead and yeah, tell them all about your show, the games you like, you, uh, other shit that I <laughs> just forget. Yeah, my social security number, everything yeah. like that. Uh, I'm from Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast with my co-host Phil. We talk about multiplayer games. We're mostly a comedy podcast at this point because I've just completely given up, uh, <laughs> and he is—he is—he can only do so much to carry the show. Um, we try to get a bunch of guests on, and we talk about all kinds of stuff: games we love, games we hate. Just recently, we're going to be talking about a game called Hell Let Loose, um, which is a World War II game. Spoiler alert: I fucking hated it. <laughs> um did everyone else hate it who knows yeah probably because I, yes. my 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 energy is infectious so i can really convince people that they hate it and momentarily <laughs> it's a moment it's like when you get charmed in D, but the guy knows that he's been charmed after it wears off it's like that like they cut out of the episode and they're like wait a minute that guy fucking played me but uh, i don't know if that episode's <laughs> going to be out by the time this is out so it probably will be the one before we talked about this game RoboQuest, which aaron was supposed to be on but things fucked up and I got way too drunk, uh, so I was very oh, drunk. Oh man, man, that's so, I so sad that I missed that. But it, it's okay. It's okay. Stuff happens. Yeah, we getting you on for another one. We always got you high up on our list of priorities. Also, if you want to hear one, because that RoboQuest episode embarrassing for me. I am embarrassed of it. I was way too drunk. Uh, so go listen to the finals, the one before that one, where I was stone cold sober, and we loved the game. We liked the RoboQuest too. I'm spoiling all the endings of our episodes. That's okay. Are how we... drunk? Are, how drunk are you right now, Nave? Uh, I I've been drinking a little bit. I almost fucking crashed into a, like a family of five, but uh, coming home from work, <laughs> which oh is crazy because like I I pulled into the sandwich shop and my, I was like I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat in today. It's gonna be nice. And I looked at my phone and I had three percent. So I made the conscious decision because I didn't want to eat in silence or with whatever bullshit music was playing over the intercom. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go get some fast food and then go home and on the way to the fast food joint a family of five pulled in front of me and i had to like screech like i literally that's the first time in my life i've ever had to like slam the brakes so i'm just really glad that my car was able to handle it 
It was up to the task. But I saw the kids looking at me. And I'm going to have dreams about that tonight. I promise. Like, I saw the kids like, oh, no. You know what I mean? The, like, the look of, like, we're about to die. Yeah. I don't know. I was only going 45, but that would have sucked. And that oh. van was old and shitty. It looked like it was held together by duct tape. <laughs> so there was no side airbags. Those kids were going to be jostled. I, I think it's, I, I think it's like, even if a car accident happens at like 10 miles an hour, it can still like do a lot of damage. Yeah, for sure. I always tell people when they see cars, like how, how did you even get hurt with that? I'm like, dude, have you ever actually bumped your fucking head into a wall? Like not paying attention at that's at one mile an hour when you're <laughs> yeah. walking like that oh, fucking shit doesn't feel good. I mean, hell, even as simple as like when you bite your tongue, it, it like m- the pain comes from like not expecting it. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't know. My my teeth are moving at like light speed. I'm really hungry. Like I'm I'm ravenous. Why didn't Did you get any food? Yeah, why didn't you eat the sandwich you got? I yeah. was shaken. <laughs> I was absolutely shaken. Oh. He, he he almost didn't show up. He he was so distraught. Yeah, I didn't give my dog any food either, so she hasn't been, we haven't been on speaking terms today. <laughs> <laughs> you're Go sharing up. you're sharing your trauma with your pet. Yeah, she's gotta be. She's gotta feel bad. She's gotta like get the energy off of me. Like I said, I'm contagious. Go microwave some bread, and we'll wait for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who doesn't love microwave bread? All the moisture sucked out of bread, like so. It's just a Popeyes biscuit, but it's not even good. It's just, just plain Wonder Bread. So like a, like a KFC biscuit because those fuckers are so dry. That shit. Oh my god. Dry. Yeah. It's a dried cat turd. It's Dude, so- Speaking of bread, have you guys seen the fucking video of the guy on Twitch who stuck his fork in a toaster? No. Okay, well, so this guy stuck his fork in a toaster, and then he did it again in front of his grandma while he was on a Skype call, and then he did it a third time with two toasters simultaneously. And that's when I saw it. I saw the two toasters simultaneously, and he had this wife beater on that just said him, like in Sharpie. Like the band him? <laughs> no, no, no. Like like I'm him. Like Dracula flow. <laughs> yes. So I immediately oh I immediately felt a connection with this guy. That could have been me if I was born five years that, like earlier. Or that later. should have been me. God damn it. Should have been. But he so he, he he electrocutes himself and then everything obviously the electricity goes crazy. So it freezes frame a little bit and you just see one still frame of him like flying back and with a big brown stain on his pants and he's like and you hear oh i think i shit myself and then the fucking feed cuts jesus fucking christ dude it's so funny people are way too content pilled man like yeah man good fucking god the people things do the things people will do just for content you know, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. I mean, though. they've been doing that for a while. I feel like like before the internet, we had Jackass. Before that, we had uh, what the fuck was his name? The 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 guy in the band who would like Flavor of Love. <laughs> no, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, that was for content. Don't none oh of those God. women wanted to date Flavor Flav. Didn't, no, didn't no, one, didn't one of those girls get her own spinoff show, like New think, York or whatever? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, whatever. A really happened to sassy her? one. Flavor Flav is like the most butt ugly human on the face of the planet, dude. I want to be his friend <laughs> so bad. I think we could yeah. be friends if we just met once. Like, if I could just shoot my shot out, you know what I mean? D- Me, get- an 80-year-old Flavor Flav. Didn't he get kicked out of Public Enemy? Maybe. I, I don't even know he, he had one job, and that enemy. was to tell the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, hey, Flav, what well, time he, it is? No, he, he was the hey, hype man. man. It's 8.37 p.m. 
literally his job is hype man, where he just comes in, shouts "Yeah, boy!" and Flava Flav, and then Chuck D does all the work. Fuck. I love it. I wish I could be. I, man, I love not doing a lot of work. I feel like I'd be such a good hype man. Like I, I'm not. I guess I'm not the <laughs> loudest guy on the planet, but like I could be like, like yeah. Fuck yeah! Like if my kids weren't sleeping, I'd be fucking yelling and screaming. But like, I feel like I'd be a great fucking hype man, you, dude. You'd be like the hype man for like, like some like fucking like a church choir, some like butt rock band. Oh, dude, yeah. like in the chorus, you're yes. like the oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I you're the one the harmonizing easy. with uh, the Creed guy. <laughs> the Creed guy. Yeah, you're harmonizing. Can you take me higher? You bet you're not a can. Fuck. No, we're not talking about Creed or Flava Flav. <laughs> that was a lot of topics <laughs> we broached over in like five minutes. I need to think of that dude's name. There, there was this guy that used to be in a band in like the 70s and the 80s. He would like... He, like on the stage, he would do fucking anything. He would like shit into his hand and throw it at like a, at the audience. Um, <laughs> the fuck. Oh, what is his name? G.G. Allen. G.G. Allen. There oh we go. yeah, yeah. He wasn't in the seventies. Was it? He wasn't. No, I don't think he started in the seventies. I guess he did. According to Wikipedia, he started in seventy four and then went to like ninety three. Because yeah, he died in ninety three, if I remember. Like, like he was dead on that couch from a drug overdose for like a while and like <laughs> on people that took, couch right there i'm pointing at yes it. <laughs> yes and, like people took pictures of him with it like while he was like dead on oh, the, it man. was a, it was a whole thing uh, uh, and wasn't he on like oprah or something uh, it, it, probably I, I i hope so that'd be yeah. like the best episode of oprah ever made and she yeah. bought him a car that that yeah yeah he, did, <laughs> that yeah. he ran into he, a he fucking ca- pole and ran away yeah, <laughs> right outside the studio. Yeah, right away. the studio. There just weren't any cell phones back then, so it's just hearsay now, you know? It's legend. It's like a Bigfoot sighting. Yeah. But yeah, he used to, like, punch, like, audience members and shit. It was a whole thing. He would just, he would just take off his pants and underwear and just, like, piss all over the place. Yep. He's, like, naked most of the time. Did you guys see that Rage Against the Machine cover band with the chick? And this, I don't know how this started, but the end result is that she pulled her pants down and pissed on this guy's face while he laid flat on the stage. I remember that. Yeah, because I think she, I think she like asked if like some dude wanted to do that. And he's like, yeah. And then that happened. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. If I was put on the spot like that, I think I'd probably let it happen too. Like someone who has the audacity to ask that is is STD free, right? Like no, they're not. Uh, I don't know. You know, like I'm thinking, like she wouldn't purposefully be like, "Oh, by the way, I have hepatitis C." I don't know if that p- passes through piss, but no, I don't. Honestly, dude, I don't think the, any, the band's called Brass Against. Oh That's yeah, because I think they have they have like like a trumpet or something. Yeah, yeah, what they were. The yeah, fuck? yeah like, they were. They were covering rage. I think. Can you imagine bulls on parade of the trumpet, though. Yeah, well, music, it just sounds like cake. Now I want to hear cake covering killing in the name. I bet it sound good, dude. Oh, uh, hey, we're t- we're talking about the Xbox 360 today. <laughs> <laughs> not, oh, not, that's speaking why of cake, here. you know, Portal. Yeah, we can we can, Not, we can segue. Speaking of yeah, pissing in the face of, 
uh yeah the the 360 what a what a machine holy shit oh boy the, probably the start of of basically where we are now as far as like technology and well not technology but like video games goes because like this was, yeah like game game design really because games haven't really evolved that much past the 360 era in terms of like like the the way people play games nowadays you know yeah like one of my favorite games that i played recently was uh what is it terminator resistance i think it's called and that game came out like five years ago maybe but the way i described it was it, i i really liked it as a 360 game it gave me that nostalgia yeah. but it was made recently it was like an exact replica of a 360 game yeah oh yeah that was the recent one yeah by okay. the guys who made the robocop game which i okay. bought now because i was like well this terminator game fucks and i don't like terminator i don't like robocop but this game fucks too which one's which one's better I don't know yet. I I buy mini games and don't play them. Okay, because people really well, yeah, most of us do, but people really like that RoboCop game apparently. Yeah, because yeah. you can shoot people in the dick. Oh yeah, I've seen people blow up in that game, and I'm like, oh, that I <laughs> I don't know what it is about exploding body parts, but I love giblets a lot. <laughs> like fucking yeah, they, anybody in in Fallout with the uh, what the fuck was that one per bloody call? mess, bloody mess. Yeah, that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Speaking of my own heart. Uh, yeah, fuck. The 360 was the start of basically, yeah, where we are. Now. Like with, with everything being fucking online and uh, all the oh, different yeah. kinds of apps you can load into your fucking consoles now. And Oh, yeah, because like, yeah, I think Netflix was exclusive on it for a little bit, wasn't it? I think so. Because you had to have gold. You had to have Xbox Live gold yeah. in order to be able to watch Netflix. And, uh, yeah. Yep. And there was... I think Hulu also started on 360, if I'm not wrong. Well, I mean, Hulu had their own website for the longest time, but like, oh yeah, Hulu on other platforms other than like their website started on like the 360. And I think like, what the fuck was around back then? Amazon Fire Stick? I don't fucking, I don't. Know yeah, Fire Sticks were coming, but that this was like when Netflix was great because like the streaming was just starting to become a thing, and companies didn't really know, and they weren't monetizing it. So yeah. that's when like Netflix had everything on it, you know, because they're like, yeah, yeah, who who gives a shit, right? I want to so. talk about Netflix though specifically because Netflix yeah. used to have this badass application on the 360 that when the avatars got implemented, uh, you could take oh. your avatars and go into like a little theater, like mystery science yep. theater, yeah, style, and, yeah, and they'd sit there and watch it. It was so fucking dope, and it was oh, really cool, man. I I miss little silly little things like that. That's, oh yeah. Uh, that reminds me, I almost forgot to do the uh, the Discord server Q and A. Oh yeah, yeah. I asked our Discord server, "What are some of your favorite parts of the Xbox 360? The games, memories, the motherboard, <laughs> yeah, the front plate, yeah. Well, the front <laughs> plate does fuck. Sometimes I take the front plate off so I could feel like I was in Fallout. Like when I play Fallout, I wanted to immersion even more, so I looked like I had a ruined console. Yeah. <laughs> They had my, those my, interchangeable ones that were pretty fucking cool. Like we had a oh yeah, I had a Halo Three one that was pretty fucking sweet. There was the, the Mad, there out. was the Madden one, the Madden <laughs> 08 one, so you could have Vince Young on the front of your three sixty. It's just John Madden's face stretched yeah. like, too far vertically. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no, stretched Beautiful. horizontally. So like oh, with the, it's laying down and it's wide, wide he's John. Si- <laughs> he's the size of a turducken. Wide John, dude. That's. I hope that's a a football move or maneuver or whatever. The wide John. Yeah. Oh shit. John. Plays. Probably. The plays is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, there was the GTA one, the Viva uh, Pinata one. Oh, yeah, there's some there's some dope ass face plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh uh games, memories, online services or apps, accessories, etc. Uh St. Lemon comes in, and he comes in with the fucking huge boy one. He says, oh, easily, it was the menu layout. So quick and snappy and colorful. We'll, we'll get to that for sure. Uh, the avatars were fun, and I spent a bunch of money on cosmetics. XBLA was the goat of gaming. Minecraft, Castle Crashers, Shoot Many Robots, The Impossible Game, the amount of indie titles I owned thanks to the thanks to their ser- what? Thanks to their servers. Sir- I think it was services or servers or something. That's right. Thanks to their servers or yeah, services. Putting games on there for the cheap was why the 360 is my definitive console. It was my first online subscription, and I'm glad it was because at the time the PS3 was being hacked, and no one could play online games yeah. thanks to the Lizard Squad. And so many people were hacked, but not me on my paid online subscription. Also, the keyboard for the controller slapped, and it just felt and it just felt some comfortable to holy shit. It just felt some comfortable to hold and type on. Yeah, yeah, do you remember? Do you remember the little keyboard attachment you could put at the bottom of the 360 controller? Fuck yeah, I do. I always wanted one. I never got one though. But. Yeah, me neither. I was a poor kid. I would rather. I rather bought uh, Quantum Theory than uh, <laughs> or whatever shitty fucking double A game. Or that. Uh, or that. Um, that racing game based on the Toyota Yaris. Oh, that was oh, free. Yaris. Wasn't it? Yeah, I had that. That what game about- was ter- That game was terrible. Yeah, Darkest was. of Days. The have you guys oh, played that? Shit. I have it. Over what here. a blast from the past, isn't it? Holy well, shit! Like, well, well, you're we gonna love have, this, Aaron. Well, about... We don't have the we don't have the cameras on, so you can't see. But behind me, I literally have like three shelves full of 360 games. How about and... uh, how about Small Arms? Did you guys play that? No. Small was Arms like, was pretty cool. That's small another soldiers? early one. Yeah, it was like. No, why does Smash small Bros. soldiers always come up when I'm on this fucking? No, it never <laughs> comes up anywhere else. But it, like, it's like the fourth time that it's come up on with different other guests. It's not even just me and Aaron. Because we have to do a commentary <laughs> track on the movie. We really do. I one think of, I need to. Yeah. One of these Fridays, we're gonna get together and we're gonna watch Small Soldiers and just record a video and do commentary, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. But yeah, I I never played Small Arms. I never even seen this game before. It's pretty cool. It, yeah, just like uh, Smash Bros, but with guns. Like uh, the main okay. character was like a cat that had like a Gatling gun. And then there was a pig who had like a sniper rifle, and then a ninja chick with like dual Uzis. Uh, let, let's yeah. let's do the <laughs> let's do this fucking Q and A first. God damn it! <laughs> There's a lot uh, to talk about. I know, dude. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Real Dave Jackson says my favorite part was when the 360 or when my 360 red ringed, and I was halfway through Fallout New Vegas. Rip. I uh, had the red ring once. I bought a new power supply. Good, good, good as new. I um I red ringed three times three I red, consoles. Holy shit! I had I had my one three sixty. It red ringed twice because yeah. I was able to. I, well, I, I don't want to get too deep in the story, but like when it red ringed the first time, I didn't I, I didn't know about the whole like put it in a box and send it off to him. Like mm. I wasn't because I was a dumb kid, and my parents were kind of weary about sending shit away like that. So. A, f- a friend of uh, a friend of my sister's was like, "Oh, I'll just fix it for you." And I don't know what he did. He might have just towel had like trick. A f- yeah, either the towel trick or the fan mod or some shit. It lasted for like another good four months, and then it red ringed again. Damn. It's probably the towel yeah. trick. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. I did the towel trick too as well, and then eventually I sent it off. And it was it was, I I think I got different three sixties each time, but 
They yeah. always they always replaced it for free for me. The first time I Red Ringed, I was over at my cousin's house playing Rock Band One, and we were trying to get the the uh, expert drums achievement for getting five stars and everything. And we were doing Run to the Hills, and we kept getting four stars. And I was like, "Holy shit, we can do it!" I, or that was this an achievement? I don't remember. Maybe it was just it, simply it, beating it on expert. Actually, I, I, it might have been though. Yeah, because I, cause I remember Run to the Hills was like the big one for drums on the first Rock Band. It was Rock Band One, right? Yeah, Rock Band one, and yeah. so yeah, I'm getting it mixed up because Guitar Hero had the one for getting five stars on everything, but that would be ridiculous on Rock Band because it has each instrument. That'd well, be I think ridiculous. they, and I think they had the achievement for just getting through uh, through the fire and the flames on three, like just clearing so. yeah. the song because a lot of people just would fail it instantly. But yeah, we were we were doing runs on Run to the Hills trying to get through that so- that damn song, uh, <laughs> and it red ringed really close to the end, like a run that looked like it was going to be good, and. I was just heartbroken because like it, I, I like was it, a poor kid. Like it red ringed while you were playing the game. Yeah. Well, the game just turned the oh. shut. The, the console just turned off and I was like, what? Okay. And then I turned it back on and it red ringed. Okay. Cause when I was, it was during my, like I was, I think I was playing modern warfare two. Like I was playing it that night and then I turned it off. Everything was fine. And then the next day when I went to turn it on, it, it red ringed on me. So it wasn't while I was playing the game, which was probably even worse. Mine, everything uh, was fine. Mine, I think, was just because I dropped the fucking gigantic brick of a power supply on my my concrete floor. Oh, I remember that brick. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are are you looking at the Discord right now, Thrak? Uh, I am now. Yes. Do you want to read the next one? Uh, sure. I'll let you know later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thrak was the next one. <laughs> um, I have a lot. I have a lot to say. Wait, what? Can I read one? Yeah, what you are you read fucking one? talking about? From Dave at Remember sixty four, he says, "Red Ring of Death." Also, I remember sending it to Microsoft, and I got the console back only six days later, which was great. But mostly the era of Halo two, Left for Dead, and the Guitar Hero and Rock Band days. That shit owned that console for me. Holy lord! It's yes. weird he mentions Halo two instead oh. of Halo three, but he if probably I remember, meant Halo three. But yeah. if I remember correctly. The 360 was backwards compatible, but you needed yeah. like the disc to install the software, like oh, the emulator on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But really, but, I thought it just worked off the rip. I mean, maybe because I got like when I got my 360 it was like 06, so it was very early, and I got like the disc, which I put in the disc and it like installed the emulator or whatever. But Halo One and Two worked just fine regardless of it. So I could be wrong on that. I don't but know. That's I what, wasn't I, doing that's what much. I remember at the time because I was doing backwards compatible OG Xbox because I never owned an OG Xbox. I still never owned one. So I never, I wasn't doing much of that back then. Yeah. I was, I was the kind of kid that when he got a new console, he sold everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was a hoarder even back then. Okay. So Bill from the gaming, gaming and collecting podcast says getting one, for $20 in 2014 after I stopped caring about it just to play a handful of JRPGs. Well, I mean, that's a good reason because the 360 had a bunch of banger exclusive JRPGs. It's they were su- trying. It's such a bill answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it did, did, did he, I don't know if you ever played Fable. Bill, let us know. Do you play Fable? Yeah, please, Bill. Ma- mail it in. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, because I'm uh... actually planning to play uh, Fable 1 pretty soon, actually. Fable one's good. Well, try well, the first time I tried it, I I hated it, but 
I think I know what I'm getting in for this time. So I'm like, let me try it again. So I didn't get very far. I loved I loved Fable back in the yeah. day. Yeah. I, I want to see what the big deal is. So, uh, Judge Brad Rip, he says, man, you all just reminded <laughs> me of the Xbox arcade days. The idea of paying a few bucks to download a video game was so novel back then. Oh, I remember yeah. when Happy Wars released and was the first free-to-play game on 360. My roommate and I were so confused how a game could just be free. That was a pretty fucking banging game, despite being free back in the day. I think my first free-to-play game was... I can't remember. Was Gotham City Imposters free to play? I'm pretty sure, yeah. So. Let me Okay. It might have been. Because I remember like downloading that game and like was playing it no problem. I think you could play a demo that had like one level on it. Because there was a game okay. called Fantasy Star Universe that you could play like the first fifteen level it was an MMO. Plays like yeah. the first fifteen levels for free. But then you can just infinitely play. Like you just never leveled up past okay. fifteen, and you couldn't do all the extra shit. So yeah, but like then it might have been the demo because I think, but I think the demo was online because it was an online only shooter. Yeah, there so, was online. I, there was online demos, just like oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it was great. Distorted rules. He says there are so many things. The late night Call of Duty games with you and Davino <laughs> being me and my brother Devin. The memories, the feature where you could watch Netflix with friends, like a movie theater using your avatar. Customizing Avatar and Halo Reach. Yeah. Halo Reach. Still haven't um, played it. Who wants to read? I guess, yeah, who wants to read the last one from Nomad? I think it's I'll my turn, it. right? Uh, all right, now if you Wait, who, who read the last one? I, I, lost, read tra- I lost track. Uh, this one from Nomad, the Retro Wildlands. He, he has the, uh, the little the pic- router the thing. All right, my favorite, I love that thing. My favorite Xbox 360 memory was buying and installing a Wi-Fi adapter. Being able to connect to Xbox Live using a little rectangle with two antennas was mind-blowing to me, and I felt like I had made it as a human being. No more cords, <laughs> only excellence. I had the original Wi-Fi one that was MLG. white. Yeah, and it had the one antenna. Yeah, and so yeah. that one, the second one came out was the super-duper Wi-Fi router. Yeah. And it came out whenever the Elite, like, the... Uh, like the, the elite Xbox, like the black one. No, not yeah, the black original yeah. Xbox. Yeah, because the, the S, because oh, oh, the S oh, 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 oh. had yeah, the Wi-Fi yeah, yeah. built into it. Yeah, yeah. Which actually, uh, a 360 S is the 360 I have now. Because funnily enough, um, I got it from a friend of mine who he's always been a PlayStation guy, but he bought a 360 just to play Bully, the scholarship edition. Mm. Um, and he played through that, and then. One day I mentioned or was talking like Xbox with him, and he's like, "Do you just want my 360?" Because it was just sitting in this closet. I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" So I, yeah, so I have it, but I remember I had to like clean it because that thing was dirty as fuck. And then like the weird sensor, like the power eject sensor, was like fucked up. It was like going off randomly. While oh I was yeah, to play games because it's heat sensitive. Yeah. So at first, when I took it apart, I was just like, "Oh, I'll just disconnect it because I can do all that shit with the controller." But then I got Forza Motorsport 3, and that had the second disc to install the content, right? But you couldn't do it without the the sensor eject stuff. <laughs> so, I, so I was like, okay, let me see if I can actually fix this. So I looked at the sensor, and it looked kind of dirty. So I just like took some isop- the, the magic isopropyl alcohol and just like cleaned the little sensor, and it's been fine ever since. Nice. Thank you, yeah. isopropyl alcohol. <laughs> I've... <laughs> Yeah, I felt like a fucking savant doing that shit. <laughs> and I got I, the extra I got the extra content in Motorsport 3 and then I played it for like an hour and a half and I have never played it since. I had uh, a Ballish. piece of shit cat back in the day and 
Uh, and he learned that if he went up and like put his face up to the Xbox, that I would interact with them, like pay attention to him. So, and that's the that was the most prized possession of his is my attention. And so he would do that like repeatedly, and it would all it would very often like turn my Xbox off and like make me leave Battlefield three lobbies and shit, and that would make me <laughs> lose my goddamn mind because Battlefield was life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- this really was the era of the online multiplayer shooter, particularly first-person shooter. I remember a kicking, like kicking off. Like I put a lot of emphasis on off because, like, everybody back in the day. I mean, modern the original Modern Warfare w- was good, but it really fucking kicked off with Modern Warfare too. Like that's what everybody was fucking playing after like school and shit back in oh, the yeah. day. It'd be like, you're gonna hop on Modern Warfare, like you fucking know it and all the goofy builds you could make with that fucking game. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. COD four was oh seven and I was in middle school, so prime even though it was an M rated game, we were the prime demographic for this shit. Yeah. And yeah, it took off and then yeah, Modern Warfare two was even bigger. Um, yeah, good times. I, I was a filthy noob tuber back then. And, um, cause it, it's always so funny to think about Modern Warfare 2 now, like how at the start of games, people would just take their knives and just chuck them in the air and yep. just pray to God that it would hit somebody yeah. or, you know, I would walk around with a grenade launcher and then I would get called uh, racial slurs for uh, using a, a grenade launcher. Classic. Oh, 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 different times. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just fucking crazy shit. But the online, the online shooters that I played that uh, sucked me in to the nth degree were the Rainbow Six Vegas games. Um, oh, I loved those yeah. were so yeah, fucking yeah. good. In fact, a memory of mine is I was at Best Buy and my mom was like, you can get one game, right? And I had in my hand Call of Duty 3 and Rainbow Six Vegas 1. And I was like, which one do I pick? You know? Because Call of Duty 3 was kind of like the weird Treyarch one, where it was like the last World War II one for a while. And it was good, but it wasn't great, right? But Vegas intrigued me with, you know, the aesthetic of the game and doing like the third-person cover system, which I'm surprised more games didn't do, because I thought it was going to take off, and it really didn't. Mm. It took off in third-person shooters, but not really first-person shooters. But yeah, like Vegas 1 hooked me. I remember just like, that was my game. Like it, it literally like ruined my school scores and everything. It was like I was a straight A student before Xbox Live, and then, and then my grades <laughs> died and they never recovered. Well, they got better, but you know I I never became a straight A student again. But whatever. And then when Vegas Two came out, that was oh, it was so great. Like it was the only time I had a group of online friends that I met through playing an online game, and then we yeah. stuck with it for a long time. But then when my yeah. 360 died completely i had no contact with these people so we just lost touch but when i got my xbox one eventually my series i recovered my old 360 profile and and they were still there in my friends list and i'm like man what are these people doing these days like what happened to these guys my game that i played the most of online because i think i think it would have to be for sure left for dead 2 yeah we, me, and then uh, Distorted Rules, who was just in the server. His 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 real name is Jared. My brother Devin and I we we played Halo Reach a lot, but like my main game for sure was Left for Dead too. So like, in between matches of Halo and whatever the fuck else we were playing, I would just go play some Left for Dead too. I would just talk to some of the like the weirdest fucking random people. Like there was these two dudes. Uh, one dude's gamer tag was like Gloober. 
or something. I forget. <laughs> I forget everything about him except for his gamer tag. But then there's some other dude who had like a like a Boston accent almost, and he would always just talk yeah. about how much he loved Gluebor. He's like, I, I really love you, Gluebor. Let's let's go take on these zombies, Gluebor. And then it was like it was like the the weird cartoons where it was like, yeah, uh, you got it, boss. And then there's just like the. The, like the mob boss kind of I don't know because uh, yeah. Left 4 Dead kind of had a story right a little like, bit kinda yeah right. I mean the first one was kind of just the stories were contained inside each uh, episode the second one was the one that strung them all together into like a cohesive narrative like okay. the ending of the first episode would be the beginning of the second episode and stuff like that yeah yeah because yeah, cause Left 4 Dead was like I played both of them but it was like I would either play them at like friends houses or I remember for a while me and a uh, couple buddies of mine we used to go to like this one internet cafe and um, we would just play Left 4 Dead there like all night you know so that was like but I never really played it on my Xbox you know it was I don't know if they ever had DLC for the first game but I know for the second game they put out like three or four DLC maps and they also made the uh, the characters from the first game available because they actually like they actually bridged together the first and second game a little bit and fuck there was there was so much cool shit they added with the second game like i remember the big uh the big commercial for when they were advertising the second game they had that one i don't i think they had that one big clutch song or where it was like bang 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 i don't remember i don't remember anything else about that song but i remember there being a clutch song on it and they were smacking zombies with like frying pans and shit guitars yeah yeah and guitars that's right boom ping. Well, speaking of racial slurs uh the, <laughs> i was thinking about when uh i would play the i would play online on xbox live my accent was a lot more southern because i'm i'm like from oklahoma so like my my accent has definitely kind of like become a homunculus of tons of different accents because I was I'm also an insomniac so I'd be playing with like Australian people some Aussies I've been playing with oh, some yeah. British people <laughs> I've been playing with all kinds of people and but everyone would make fun of my southern accent because I would say things like YouTube or or towel it, like I would be like, oh give me a towel I just I just spilt my my beer and like they'd make fun of me and I and so I learned how to like make a neutral kind of american accent with just like it and it's and stuff like that sprinkled in there you know yeah yeah like kind of like like a midwestern like like ohio accent where it's like there's not really much there you know yeah it comes out every Wait. now and then especially when i start getting mad when i start getting mad i'll i'll, I'll slip into some southern a little bit and then it'll get it'll get sketchy it's like what's this guy gonna say next but <laughs> what what u.s state do you think has the most like neutral accent I think it's Ohio, because if I remember correctly, um, I read something about whenever, say, like somebody's trying to become like a news reporter and they have like a thick southern accent, they send them to Cincinnati to like de-accent them, essentially. What the fuck? Yeah, that like Cincinnati's what? considered the most neutral sort of American accent, I guess. I guess that that makes sense. Because, I mean, there's fucking nothing in Iowa. So if you send anybody to Iowa, they'll just be like, they'll be like that meme of John Travolta where he's just like looking around like, what the fuck? Like, there's fucking nothing here. Yeah. It's like Tutorial Island in RuneScape. Yes. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, multiplayer games, though. Did, uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of it? Did anybody play 
the uh, the mercenaries mode in Resident Evil Five at all. I played the shit out of that online back in I, the day. I, I didn't. I ne- I never played Resident Evil Five until I did the episode of it with Chris on a novel con- on a novel console. Oh, um, and I thought, we, yeah, pr- cross promotion, and uh, we did mercenaries a little bit because he's like, "Come on, let's do it." And I'm like, "I didn't want to do it," but he's like, "Let's do it." I'm like, "Okay." So we did it for a little bit, and it was fine. But I've never been a fan of the mercenaries mode in general. I've been kind of. Uh... I don't know. It wasn't Call of Duty Zombies, which I was like pretty big into at oh, around yeah. that time. Yeah, and also, like I, I was back then. I was a lot more stubborn. I was a child, so I mean, it makes more sense. But yeah. I, I really love Resident Evil Two, and I played Resident Evil Four, and I was like, this is cool. But I, ne- when I got to the castle, I was like, okay, well, that interesting part. The only thing I liked about this game is behind me now. So I don't want to play this game anymore. And so I never went on. <laughs> and so when I got to Resident Evil 5, and I was like, oh, it's just like Resident Evil 4, but completely uninteresting altogether. So I just always had like this hatred for Resident Evil 5 for the longest <laughs> time. And even to, di- to this day, that colors my that colors my perspective of the game a little bit. But that's mostly because Resident Evil 6 gets a lot of shit, even though it's Resident Evil 5, but better in every way. So I don't know why everyone know loves five that. but hates six. It's confusing to me. <laughs> I, is... I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I love five, but five is perfectly fine. But I remember six, six is perfectly fine too. It's well, fun. Well, it's so fun. Well, f- it's well, funny. funny. Well, funny yeah. enough with RE six. I remember I bought it from GameStop for like five bucks, and then I played it for two hours, and then returned it the same day because I was like, I can't fucking stand this shit. <laughs> I hated it game. that much, though. I I thought about trying it again because um, I, I I know somebody who like she just plays RE6. Like she's put Dude, so many time legit. hours into that game that she'll what she's like, fuck? if you want to carry, if, she's like, if you want me to carry you, I'll do it just so you have the experience. I'm telling you, I had that same experience when Resident Evil Six came out. I was playing with this chick. And she just wanted to play all... The, it was a girl that I'd play Rock Band with, but she wanted to play Resident Evil 6. And I was like, all right, I'll play Resident Evil 6, I guess. And we beat the campaign like six times in like four months. Like she just wanted to play that game over and over again. And I was like, all right, I loved this game the first time through, but man, you're you're a little insane. Like we had all the unlocks. We're just running through with rocket launchers and shit. I'm like, all right, well, this is some- cool. That's just how some people are with Resident Evil. Like when RE4 Remake came out, like I heard so many people saying, oh, I'm on like my fifth run of the game. And I'm like, I beat it once and I, I was fine. You should definitely beat it a second time with Infinite. I will. Cause it oh, is I, I probably great. will. Because RE4 is one of my favorite games of all time and the remake was so fucking good. I'll probably do a second run at some point when I get some free time. That's how I was with 8. Like 8 was really fucking good. And then I beat it and then I was like, eh. And then a couple of my friends were like, dude, I'm on my third run of, of eight. Yeah. Like, I just unlocked all this other cool shit. And it's like, well, <sighs> that's the thing. I, I, I agree still, with I eight as well. Seven. I still need to play seven and eight. I haven't played eight. Yet. Eight, you need to replay for sure. Again, with infinite ammo, it's fucking great. Seven, fuck, it sucks for that. Seven is like one of the worst replay value games because it is such a slog. It's it like, looks, it it's a like horror a house. It yeah, like it's it absolutely one and done. It is just a whorehouse. Yeah. And it, it, it's emphasized even harder in Resident Evil 8 because there is a there is one small chapter that is 
it's kind of like Resident Evil 7, how that was. It's like a little haunted house. And every time you replay the game and you get to that horror section, it is like, oh, God. Because the oh, first time you play it, it's the best part of the game. And you're like, it's the most memorable part of the game. But then you play it on some secret playthroughs and they take your guns away. So you're playing Outlast now. And you're like, oh, I don't want to play Outlast. I want to shoot people with my infinite grenade launcher. Like, I, w- I want to <laughs> blow people's fucking brains off. What are you doing? Let's, uh, wait, let's reel it back to 360. Uh, you can do that in Resident Evil Five and Six as well. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah we, we, con- we connected them, but yeah, okay. the, the three sixty man, so many games. Ah, uh, fuck! One of the best games I think I ever played on the three sixty, uh, the original Bioshock. That was uh, so fucking new games. and so fucking good. Like it, uh, it reminded me a little bit of like Half Life and a little bit of like yeah. boomer shooters to an extent, but. The cool like plasmid powers and the almost like almost survival horror kind of vibe to it was also yeah, I, good. I never played Bioshock back in the day. I, I remember um, when I was had when I was collecting three sixty games back then. I had the weird compilation of Bioshock and Oblivion. Yeah, Do you guys remember that? I remember Which that. Is yeah. Such a weird two pack, and I played a little bit of both and liked them. But I like kind of resisted Bioshock for a while because like I'm sure you guys have like known somebody who was like so obsessed with a particular game. It kind of like pushed you away from ever yep. wanting to try it. I had that guy with like Bioshock, like he read like the oh, book man. and was super into the lore and everything and was just tell and was like just lore dumping on me. And I'm just like, I have no context for this. So it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> right. Um, but then a while ago, I was like, let me try this again. I think I tried it on Switch and really enjoyed it. But I have them all on my Xbox now, so I want to play through them, all three of them. So I want to play through them proper. And I wish somebody back then had just told me, because I was a huge Orange Box stan. I still am. I, the Orange Box is one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. And um, somebody just told me, like, hey, if you really like Half-Life 2, just play Bioshock. You know, if somebody had told me that, yeah. I would have played them. But I didn't, I didn't get that information until years later. That's kind of like my ex. Uh, she was super obsessed with Bioshock. And she she's one of those, like, I don't want to be, like, stereotypical girl gamer, but she was a stereotypical girl gamer. She only played Pokemon and Animal Crossing and Zelda. And Bioshock. Well, no, that was the thing, is that <laughs> I, she's like, I love Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, okay, have you played anything in the past 10 years? And she's like, no. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to buy, I bought her a <laughs> 360. Years. I bought her Kingdom a 360. Hearts was relevant then this was not kingdom hearts 2 was like in uh, okay it is 2005 it was 2005 man so the i'm talking about (laughs) at like 2000 like 11 2012 like and it it doesn't matter the uh so i bought her an xbox 360 this is about the time it was about the time that the xbox one was coming out so i was going to get an xbox one but i bought her 360 and i bought her five games uh, I bought her like Catherine. I bought her like like Catherine. All, all these games that I thought she was gonna love because she's super into anime. So I was like, Catherine's perfect for her because RPGs are too complicated. And then I was like, Bioshock, Dragon Age Origins, which was the RPG actually. And then yeah. like I I got her two other games. It doesn't fucking matter because the only game she played was Bioshock, and she beat it like eight times. 
and I could never get her to play Holy anything fucking, fucking else. Shit. And whenever I got an Xbox One, I bought the Bioshock collection, and then she played it like five or six more times there. And then we bought a Switch, and she bought it there, and then she played it like five or six times. Like every time she'd be on her Switch, I'd be like, "Oh man, I wonder if she's playing those fucking three games that I bought her." And no, I'd hear, "Welcome to the Circus of Values," and I'm just like, "You're oh fucking God. playing Bioshock again." The circus of Values. I mean, for some people, thank they, you. They, yeah, for some people, they just. They just grab a game and they just hook onto it, you know. I mean, That's... I'm glad I I read it. Like I read it. Like she's gonna love Bioshock. Yeah. I'm pretty oh, yeah. good at that. But and I she mean... played and she played the other two. No, she played none of them. She well, she played <laughs> she Bioshock two. two. She played Bioshock two like once, and she was like, "This kind of sucks." And I'm like, "I agree." Play Infinite, and she played Infinite a little bit, and she's like, "This is kind of racist." And I'm like, "I it's they're making a point," and she's yeah. like, "No, I don't like it." And I'm like, "You've got to play dude. the game," and she's like, "No, I'm going back to one. This one's yeah. cool and comfy." Like I don't fully know the story of Infinite, but if I remember correctly, it's like when they do that stuff, everyone's like, "Stick with it," because at the end they try to like make a point about it. This is oh, one of the most screw. quotable things that I've ever said on my podcast. Is that uh, I love racism in video games. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus and Christ. Just because it's such a compelling way to tell a narrative and immediately give you like a bad guy. You know what I mean? Not oh, yeah. that I love the act of racism, but I love <laughs> like when you play Baldur's Gate, I picked a drow. I don't know shit about D&D, but I picked a drow. Totally oblivious of the connotations of that. And because I just was like, oh, cool, Dark Elf, that's neat. And now everyone is racist to me at every point. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, now I have to fight through adversity because I'm a bard, which is apparently not a drow thing to do. So I'm like <laughs> trying to be a happy-go-lucky Star-Lord-esque character. And, but everyone thinks that I'm going to murder the whole druid uh, conclave. And it's so... Like it's it's really interesting and cool that they wrote all of this stuff in there, and I always have to justify myself and like be like, no, I'm not evil, and I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not one of those red eyes. I'm like, man, I wonder what that means. But I said it. You're like, I'm one of the token ones. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh god. Do you guys remember the uh, the blades dashboard for the 360? Ah, oh, it was the best. It was yeah, so it was good because. Because I got my 360, like, I think it was, like, holiday 2006, so it was out for about a year, and, uh, the and yeah, and that Blades dashboard was so cool. I remember, like, booting it up, and you get that, that, that was that, that metallic ball that, like, they had, like, the green X, like, dip into yeah. it or whatever, and it was so fucking cool, and then the, I would just sit and just stare at the Blades dashboard and just, like, go, whoosh, 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 yeah. whoosh you know, <laughs> and it, and it blew my mind that there was like an open disc tray button and I pushed it and the tray opened. Yeah. That blew my fucking brain away. It was so good. You know, I, I spent as much time doing that as I did playing the, the one game I got for it, which was, if I remember correctly, SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Dude, my, my fucking 360 came out or I, or uh, my 360 came with, it was like, uh, it was one of those dumb, like two games in one, in one box thing and it was yeah, Kung Fu yeah. Panda with Lego Indiana Jones. <laughs> you I got like the kids bundle. I immediately sold them. I had that. <laughs> and got Dead Rising and uh I mean Lego I Indy's not bad. Lego Indy's not bad. Hey I'm, Kung Fu Panda ain't that bad either. I got all the achievements in it. I never played <laughs> I, I didn't play Christ, that one. Dude. I think I watched that movie one time. It's just a it's just a platformer. It's just like Spyro the Dragon. That's yeah. like literally what the game is. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll hunt it down and get all the achievements just for you. 
It's not hard. Yeah. You could do that I'm in sure. your sleep I'm... with the, with COVID. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, then let me go get COVID first <laughs> to prove it. It's so weird to go back and look at all the different dashboards that the 360 went through. Because oh, yeah. there was like, fuck, it was the they, new was... Xbox experience. Yeah, yeah then the they new... did the one that was like based around the avatars, which was fucking weird. And that, it, oh, it was like the squares that were like went into the background, I think. Yeah. 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 It, and then the one they have now, if you get if you get a three sixty now, I don't like it at all. It's like it's, really, it's like cluttered and yeah, it's it's, it's you basically can't even see the background. Like, it's trying to be like it, Windows eight, basically. Yes, yeah, it was the yeah. Windows screen, which yeah. is kind of how it tried to like link it up with the Xbox One as well. But I think yeah. whenever you bet, whenever you do, uh, whenever you do the emulation on Xbox backwards compatibility, I'm pretty sure it does the blades, or maybe it does the one after the blades. I can't remember, but it definitely doesn't do the the latest one, the one that you would get for a most recent 360. Well, I think when you play when you boot up a, when you boot up a 360 game on the Series X, you get the like I think it was the second like 360 splash screen, and then it just goes right into the game. Yeah, but yeah. like you can hit the start and select, but where the fuck they're called now? Like the start and select button Men- together, and called that opens menu- up. One of them's called menu, the one with the three lines, and the one with the two squares is called view. I just say box within a box and cheeseburger button. Cheeseburger yeah. button. Those dude. are better names, but those the official names are menu and view. Ugh. Disgusting. Yes. Well, it's just like it's just like fucking uh, PlayStation has the star and then it's share and then the select is pushing it's the de- the fucking options. stupid button or whatever it is. Yeah, the there's a yeah, share button somewhere. Options. Yeah, at least the 360 controller says start and back, and I'm like, I can live with those two. I miss yeah. start. I miss the start button. Start I'm- and then the other way. <laughs> I miss. Uh, oh my god! There was this really weird period in time. I was working a job as like a dishwasher at a restaurant, and on my 360, I was really obsessed with uh, some Naruto Ultimate Ninja game. So I'd be playing that like all the time, trying to unlock every character. And I would also have my <laughs> I'd also have my Zune connected to my 360. Oh, Zune! And uh, I would just play my my music from my Zune like through my TV while I was playing Naruto and it was like it was the coolest fucking shit ever. That's the and, most like late 2000s thing I've ever heard. Dude, it was so good. Zunes. <laughs> hey hey listeners, Zunes rule. Don't fucking shit Zunes on them. Zunes were great. They Zunes are were kind of dope. Yeah, uh, cuz that same friend of mine who was obsessed with BioShock, he had a Zune and I remember just like looking at it and being like this is like really like nice, you know? Like the design, like the UI on it was really cool and it was just, it just, they weren't as readily available as like iPods, but I never had a Zune. And the fucking software made it so easy to just drag and drop music from anywhere into your, into your library and then put it onto your Zune. Whereas like yeah, iTunes. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, you had to sync your library every fucking time, even if you just added one song and it was a pain in the ass. And I don't fucking, know about all. I don't, I'm not, it's all too rich for my blood, but I remember that the iPods were very like curved. Like soft, and then the yeah. zunes were angular and manly, and that's what I thought about that. I was like, yeah. these fucking Tonka toy iPods, <laughs> kinda. I want the manly zune that I could hurt Just someone with if I get yeah. threatened in an alleyway in my yeah, tiny it, town. Yeah, because if you look at like the zune, like uh, like a uh, like the the user interface or whatever, like the the operating system, like at the menus and shit, it looks modern, like by today's standards. You know, it was kind of ahead of its time. That. 
Do yeah. um, did either of you guys ever have any experience with a Windows phone? No. I wanted one really bad because it had games with achievement integration in it, and I was like, "Oh, gamer score." <laughs> Which that's that's, what... that's another thing to talk about with the 360 was achievements, gamer score. Oh, yeah. Like that was that that changed everything, man. Uh, especially know? for Nave over here with his like million gamer score or whatever. <laughs> Not a million. I think I got 600k. I, I crossed <laughs> I crossed 50k like a week and a half ago. I think I got 50k in October of last year, just in that one month. Yeah. I remember my first time uh, ever seeing an achievement. My friend Brandon, uh, bless his little heart back in the day, his dad got him a 360 and Gears of War. Or, oh, yeah. No, I think it was Gears of War. He was playing through that, then he unlocked an achievement for doing something, and it popped up on the screen. I was like, what the fuck is that? He was like, oh, it's an achievement. You get it from doing little things. Like, I got this from doing this, and... I was like, so what do you do with the gamer score? He's like, you don't do anything. I was like, can, it's can, bragging rights. You look yeah. at it. <laughs> I was like, can you can you buy things with it? He's like, no, it's a score. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> and then then I started getting into achievement hunting for a little bit, and then I stopped. And uh, now I'm sitting at like I think 160k. I yeah, I I was never an achievement hunter. Even like scrolling back to like the old days you know like looking at my old achievement list it's like most of them are like i'm getting like 20 30 percent the achievements at most like the rainbow six vegas games like vegas 2 i'm only missing four achievements but they're all online based and i think the servers are down yeah because otherwise i would be roping people in be like let me get these last four plays but because it because weirdly enough in those achievements it says you need at least six players present yep so just fucked up. Uh, speaking of online, there was. Did you guys ever play that one game? For, I think it was called like One Versus One Hundred. Yeah, I was I gonna bring that. that up. That game was so fucking cool. That was like the weirdest fucking thing ever. But it was like, I don't think we'll ever have that kind of thing ever again. Cause well, because it was, like, it was a real game show. Yeah, as well. Like, yeah, it was starring, hosted people. by Bob Saget, our boy. Our boy Bob Saget. R.I.P. Miss him every single day. Yeah, and apparently uh, Xbox was trying to bring one versus one hundred back, um, like recently, like do a new version of it. But I guess it fell through. Oh man, that was so fucking cool. It was. I I have the DS version of that game. What the fuck? There's a. It's DS not. It's version. not. It's not bad for what it is. And they got. I mean, they got Bob's likeness and everything. So. Man, and there was um, there was a bunch of little like small dumb things that Xbox was doing, like Doritos Crash or Doritos Crash Course. <laughs> Doritos Crash Course. I think uh, those are free on like the Xbox Store nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, I got every achievement for the first one. Um, Proud of you. What's? Oh, there was a couple other like weird games like that too. Oh, I can't think of their names. Um, what what was the first? What was the first like full? Uh, like triple a game that you bought like digital like the full game full digital game you bought fuck i don't know because i didn't buy that many games on xbox live arcade because i couldn't convince my parents to give me money for microsoft points yeah you know it wasn't it wasn't till like yeah because it was also like Wii points and shit i remember at the end i was able to get like wolfenstein 3d doom um i got Mega Man nine 
you know, I was able to download those, but I don't think I downloaded anything like huge as far as that went. You know what I mean? At least yeah. during the 360 yep. days, because it was still a very new thing, at least in the console space, downloading yep. games like that, you know? And I think most of us, our internet connections weren't really that good, you know? Because even before I had the wireless adapter, you know, I convinced my parents to let me hook up an ethernet cable to the router, you know, and I had this long ass fucking cord going like all the way around the room. But, but yeah, like I didn't, I didn't really download games that much back then. You know, I download, I, I downloaded demos like crazy. Like I played so many demos cause they were free, but you know, I think the very first like full triple A game I ever bought digital was burnout revenge. And I think it was on sale for like, I think it was on sale for like 30 bucks or something. Yeah, the Xbox Live Arcade was super fucking cool too. Getting all those little indie games and like those ports of different arcade games and games from past generations on there—that was yeah. really fucking cool. Like Symphony like, of the Night. Oh yeah, I play a lot of Smash TV. Smash back TV, in the day. Yeah. yeah, that game was cool. I played Streets of Rage two because Sega had like a huge like um, porting so many fucking games to Xbox Live Arcade, like all the classic stuff, and as well as Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection, which is one of the better um, Sega compilations at the time as well. Um, yeah, Aegis Wing, if you remember that game. Oh, fuck yeah, that, I do. That, game, that game's pretty dope. Um, an Xbox Live Arcade game that I didn't discover until the Xbox One days for me was a game called Switchball. You ever hear Switchball? Switchball? No. It, it's a game where you play as this like um, just a metal ball and you're just controlling them solving these like 3d puzzles Ooh, that's like cool. it, it it's super fucking cool it sounds like I, marble blast ultra it kind of is yeah um but i i liked it a little bit more than that so it, it was great i love the shit out of it did you ever play geometry wars on oh yeah yeah oh, God. that was I, one I, of the best I, ones ever i still i still play it once in a while now <laughs> that game was so much fun it's just so fucking good. Um, what else is there? I got. I played Toe Jam and Earl quite a bit on the Xbox yeah. Live Arcade. Uh, yeah. I think I discovered Metal Slug on there. Yeah, they had Metal Slug. Um, There's like, you know, Trials HD. Trials HD, dude. The Splosion yeah, Man Splosion games were Man. great. Oh my God. Um, that's crazy on... bringing up Explosion Man because just like the other day, someone was talking to me about the u- buying a ukulele. And every time I think of the ukulele, I think of the music that plays in Explosion Man, the Donuts Go Nuts song. Oh, you know yeah. the song I'm talking about? I think so, donuts yeah. Let's go nuts, dude. Donuts, oh. I go nuts for donuts. That song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just Google no, that no, shit. Dude. That was a perfect rendition of it, listening to go Google yeah. it. Go oh, yeah. Prepare. Oh, I think the big Xbox Live Arcade game was um, Braid, wasn't it? Yeah, Braid. Oh, Limbo. Uh, I think Limbo is probably Oh, oh Limbo the was Bastion. fucking love Limbo. Fucking Bastion Fez, was huge too. Super Bastion, Meat Boy. Oh, Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy was was big, like Super in my Meat group Boy of friends. Was so fucking we, good. We dude. loved the shit out of that game. It was. I definitely so good. broke a controller over Super Meat Boy. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Oh. And the game will never, ever, ever be ever be able to buy ever again. Marvel versus Capcom two rip. Yeah. Oh, when they ported that, that was a big fucking deal. I really fucking wish I'd known about that back in the day and bought it. Fuck. I guess thank God for emulation though. <laughs> the the right way to go. How about 
we take an ad break. You want to take an ad break? Let's do sure. it. Okay, we'll be right back. This episode was brought to you today by our wonderful and ever so gracious patrons. A novel console, Jared, Jameson, Adam, and Trey. Your continued support means fucking everything to me, and I don't know how to thank you enough. I can't thank you enough, honestly. Uh, it's just so awesome that of all the podcasts out there, you would support Super Pod Saga, and I, I really, really appreciate it. So much so I can't put it into words, but all of you are... Stand up, handsome fellas, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Who's the boy that can laugh at a storm cloud, turn a crowd into a smile for free? Who's the kid with a heart full of magic? Everyone knows Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. If you're a fan of coffee and you're looking for something different, I think we've got just the thing for you. That's Bones Coffee. Bones Coffee is not your usual coffee company. Of course, it's all sugar-free, gluten-free, all that stuff because it's just coffee, nothing added to it. But they roast each batch of coffee beans to your order and they've got just a bazillion different flavors to choose from. They've got your usual French vanilla, salted caramel, they've got Irish cream, uh, of course they've got decaf, uh, single origin coffees like Kenya, Guatemala, stuff like that. Even what they call high voltage, which is extra strength, extra caffeine. But they have all sorts of other awesome kind of out of the box flavors. They've got ones like cotton candy, maple bacon, and even mint chocolate chip ice cream. And they're always coming up with new crossover flavors like they've done a bunch for Nightmare Before Christmas, Indiana Jones, even Spider-Man, <laughs> of all things. And they're, they're also coming up with new seasonal flavors all the time. If this sounds right up your alley, feel free to use the link in our episode description and use coupon code SUPERPODSAGA at checkout to get 20% off your order. That's S-U-P-E-R-P-O-D-S-A-G-A at checkout to get 20% off your order. And if, if you're not just in the market for coffee, you can also get some sweet mugs. They've got lots of cool shirts. They've got all sorts of different brewing equipment like French presses, stuff like that. Just head on over to BonesCoffee.com or again, use the link in our episode description and get 20% off. Get yourself a new interesting flavor and spice up your morning routine with Bones Coffee. I really hope you enjoy. I'm a really big fan of it and... I hope you find one that really hooks you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. It's really important to stay hydrated. They say to drink 8 to 10 cups of water per day to stay properly hydrated, but sometimes that can be difficult to do and completely inconvenient, and most of us don't feel like carrying a gallon of water with us at all times. But that's where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, 
you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out or on long flights. Man, in Iowa, the summers can be brutal. 90 degrees and tons of humidity, that just saps the energy and, and water right out of your system within just a few minutes. Luckily, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's very important to replace those electrolytes, you know? And uh, I, I just love how quick and easy it is to use Liquid IV. You just get one packet and a bottle of water and you just pour that packet into the bottle of water, shake the heck out of it, and bam, you are good to go. Since using Liquid IV, I felt way more alert, active, and just plain better versus drinking water alone. Uh, my favorite flavors to go to are the Yuzu Pineapple Energy Multiplier, and the uh, Tropical Punch Hydration Multiplier. I can't get enough of those ones. And what makes them even better is, like I mentioned earlier, they're packed with five essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it, again, yeah, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. And they're non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy, which is just great. So uh, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SUPERPODSAGA at checkout. That's 20% off anything. When you shop Better Hydration today using promo code SUPERPODSAGA, S-U-P-E-R-P-O-D-S-A-G-A, at liquidiv.com. You have a great one, superstars. Jumping in puddles, skipping down the hallway, Pat goes to the petting zoo, he loves John Alway. Who's no way. that tyke with the cutest little dimples, batting his eyes at every puppy he sees. If you look inside yourself, you might be surprised when you find a little boy named... Uh, pick, uh, number one or number two? Number two. Always two. Always two. Uh, fuck, I don't, I don't know how to start this. Uh, um, hey, brushing your teeth, right? Uh, uh, how, how often would you guys say you brush your teeth? Never. I'm a gamer. That's too much, <laughs> real, too much time investment. <laughs> that, that's time taken away from getting achievements, okay? That's true. Well, now you're going to want to brush your teeth even more with, with new gourmet toothpaste from uh, Crest or, or whoever. Uh, gourmet <laughs> toothpaste. It's It's got all the flavors of all the things you love, like uh, uh, three-course fondue meal. Uh, no, fondue is not a fucking three-course meal. It's just cheese on things. Like, like fondue? It's got a fondue, fl we got fondue flavor toothpaste. It's a tube of cheese. Hors d'oeuvre flavor? Basically, yeah. Hors d'oeuvre. Uh, just a... Bugles. <laughs> oh, that nothing's more gourmet than bugles. <laughs> That's true. Just a, a whole fucking yellow onion. Just a, a whole yellow... And you can mix and match flavors to make, like, the ultimate, ultimate uh, I guess, concoction. Like, if you wanted to make uh, a Thanksgiving dinner uh, flavor of toothpaste, you can mix, like, turkey with, like, mashed potatoes and, like stuffing i guess there's a stuffing flavor uh you could there's a, there's a peanut butter flavor so you mix peanut butter and like grape just like the fu those fucking stupid jelly belly jelly beans where you can they have dumb fucking flavors like that uh uh uh, uh thrak help me out what 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 flavors do you like well thrak uh, tell them about since we're on the gaming podcast tell them about the uh, xbox achievement integration with the microsoft collaboration <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. My Microsoft has decided to uh, collaborate with uh, Gourmet from Colgate. 
where now you can get uh, a Halo theme. If you've ever wanted to taste Master Chief while you're cleaning your teeth, now Xbox has allowed you to do this. You can finally get the whole Master Queef in your mouth while cleaning your mouth at the same time. You know, it, it's vegan, it's gluten-free, and it may potentially lessen your carbon footprint. You download the Gourmet Toothpaste app on your phone and then hook, it, hook your phone up to the Wi-Fi and it there's a tracker, there's a sensor inside of the toothpaste. So as you squeeze the toothpaste out, you get achievement, achievements unlocked uh, for each percentage <laughs> by, gives, of, 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 of uh, 25%. Achievement unlocked, just a and squirt. It, and it gives you Microsoft points that you can add to your Microsoft point total to redeem for, say, Xbox gift cards, a, a month of Game Pass, or whatever random. Or a Halo Infinite skin color for your Spartan that is in the color go. of bugles. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Master Bugle. Bugles. Dude. Yes. Join the bugle call today. I do. I do want to add a disclaimer, though. You, you can even though it does taste great. Gourmet toothpaste does taste fucking great. You cannot eat it. It is. It is still chock full of fluoride. It can't kill you. Do not eat it, but it tastes great. Which is why each uh, squirt of this toothpaste is filled to the brim with cinnamon. So the moment you decide to try and swallow it, it coagulates in your throat and you choke and die. So <laughs> you cannot right. swallow this. We can't be liable for people dying from fluoride poisoning. The cinnamon industry, though, they don't give a shit. They, they've had bad PR for a while. They need yeah, any, they can take a hit. Any, any money, any publicity they can get. Yes, yes. Nave, what's your, what's your favorite flavor combination of uh, gourmet toothpaste? I really like to get the Master Chief sweat and uh, kind of mix it in with the fondue to really get that cheesy that cheesy taste uh, for whenever I go to McDonald's and get my McGriddles and stuff. It kind of adds to that flavor. You know, whenever Ooh. you get whenever you eat breakfast, that's the worst part is you have the toothpaste breath. But if you have sweaty, cheesy, it's it's like you've been wor working, gaming all day without brushing your teeth like a normal gamer anyways. Uh, if you just have that taste in your mouth right away, you can eat that McGriddle immediately while it's steaming hot. That's good. Yeah. Perfect. What about, what about you, Threk? What's your favorite? I, I like the combination of locust horde meat and uh, burnt uh, burnt rubber from Forza Horizon. It surprisingly works well. I'm a big fan of the uh, the blue dragon blueberry, and I like Ooh, to mix it in with. Uh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of like a really obscure 360 exclusive. Small arms. The the small arms. <laughs> uh, strawberry. Uh, Baloney. A uh, kingdom of Keflings. Oh God, fucking damn it, kingdom of Keflings. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, th this just in. I I'm, I'm 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 getting this just in. Uh, they're also collaborating with various uh, various other food manufacturers. We've got a uh, an Arby's roast beef sandwich flavor. Uh, Yoo hoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got Yoo hoo. There's uh, cinnamon there's... toast crunch. Oh. Really masks the cinnamon death trap as well. Like you just <laughs> don't see it coming. It all comes around. <laughs> I love the idea. Uh, of five that. gum. There's a five gum flavor. Jesus. Which flavor? I don't know. All of them. <laughs> You'll find out. That's right. Mystery flavor airheads. Uh, fucking Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Toblerone. Toblerone, dude. Oh my god. Hot <laughs> roast from KFC. <laughs> 
What but the, the, but the pot what? roast that's been sitting out for like a day. Pot pie, I meant. But you oh, know what I mean. Yeah. It's still been sitting out for like a day. <laughs> yeah, with every... um, um, uh, um, uh, microwave burritos that you get from a Seven Eleven. Hey, those slap. Those do slap. They are pretty good. Fucking and for every tube of toothpaste you buy, uh, uh, the gourmet toothpaste by Crest Company, they'll donate five cents toward a toward a, a hungry gamer in need. And uh, they'll give them fluoride poisoning. They'll fucking kill him. They'll take him out in the back and fucking shoot him. Yeah, the they, hunger they, will they, be the least of his worries. No, the they, whole, they'll they, hire a hitman to track down each yeah. hungry gamer in the world. They shoot him with a fluoride laced bullet. So the fluoride <laughs> takes, like, the, the bullet takes them Jesus. to one HP, and then the fluoride poisoning <laughs> sends them over the edge. Wow. With the with the with the dot, the the, the damage over time. <laughs> oh my God! Jesus um, Christ! The, uh, Thra- Thrak, what else is happening in the gourmet toothpaste world? Um, um, well, we're, they're trying to collaborate with Sony, but Sony's being a real dick about it. Yeah, Sony doesn't like crossplay. So, <laughs> <laughs> famously, yes. Uh, thanks, gourmet toothpaste, for sponsoring this episode. Where's my check? We, we were make we were making a joke about how like you, like it's like you're podcasting while your wife is giving birth. That's hard. Just, that's a hard sell I, out of context. Yeah, I just, well, because well, we're the like we, you said that. <laughs> well, because we're like I don't know how old your baby is, and and Nave's like well, at least zero. Oh, too cool. And I, and I was just saying, wouldn't it be funny if it's like, you, like your wife's in the delivery room and you're over, and you're over in the corner, like this is the Superpod Saga. I love that idea. I'm just... We're talking about the Nintendo DS. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Your wife's Babe, like, could you f-? keep it down? She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, hold on, hold on. This is our hundredth episode. Uh, okay, so, uh, so up in, next, Infinite Space about... is really good. Yeah. Oh, don't joke about that. Infinite Space is good. No, it is a good game. No, it is. I, I'm, I'm, it's just the first oh game I could think of. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what else haven't we talked about yet with the 360? I mean, we s- didn't. We haven't gotten too deep into the games, but Ooh. I got a question to throw at you guys. Okay. Don't look it up. Okay. What is the best-selling Xbox 360 game? Halo 3. No. Uh, FIFA. What? No. What? You'll never guess. Well, I, let us guess a little bit more. Big um, Bumpin', the Burger King I, games. I, no, Sneak King is the best-selling of those. Hmm. Of course. It's, yeah. a, it's a great pun. Eternal yeah. Sonata. There's the no. no. There's there's that one guy on YouTube who like he, he just he buys every copy of Sneak King he can find. <laughs> I think he has like 600 copies of the game. I wish that's that was like there was stick. somebody. I, I don't remember who it was, but they were buying all the ca- all the copies of uh, what is that one? Sha- game? Bowl and Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bowl and Wonderworld. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should be that guy that buys like every copy in the world of Evolve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Battleborn. 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 Yes, yes. Battleborn was good. I think you have a hundred dollars to good. spare. You can buy every copy of it. Yeah. Exactly. Was the All was right. the most selling copy uh, Brink? No. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. All right, do you guys give up? I I've given up a long time ago. All right. Connect Adventures. Oh, that doesn't count. Are you no, fucking it counts. kidding? 
24 million copies, Wii baby. Wii Sports is the fucking best-selling Wii game, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Hey, packing count. It's packing syndrome, but it still counts. Man. Well, otherwise it'd be GTA 5, and that's boring. That is. Oh, man, I forgot GTA 5 was a 360 game, I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I remember. Ooh, <sighs> I went to the midnight launch for it because uh, my friend got it for his fucking PS3, and we spent, I think, at least an hour just waiting for that game to install before we could oh. actually play it. Here's a good one for you, boys. What uh, uh, what are your top five uh, midnight midnight releases that you, you've gone to for 360 games? Well, Halo 3. That's the well the top one. The only I, one I've ever gone to ever is GTA five, so there you go. Damn it. Halo My three friend, was insane. Um, Skyrim. Yeah. We had like a smaller like town, but it was like the only town nearby that had a GameStop, so there was just a million people there. And we had a Hummer that had three TVs in it, and there was just like a <laughs> land party Lord. a land yeah. party of people playing Halo two while we were sitting around waiting. And it was an event. It was fucking great. I remember I was when I was working at um at McDonald's. There was like a GameStop right by it, and it must have been one of the Call of Duties. It might have been like I think it was like Black Ops Two was having like like a midnight launch, and I was leaving work at like eleven thirty and seeing all those fuckers in line. You <laughs> those know? fuckers. Yeah, seriously, because like, Black Ops though. Two is kind of when I fell off. But. I think, fuck, I've been to Skyrim, uh, Borderlands Two. And there was one more. There's one more. There's one more. Sneak King, right? Oh, oh totally. Totally. <laughs> Could you imagine camping outside of Burger King? <laughs> like, I just got to get Big Bumpin', all right? Dude, Big Bumpin'. No, no. I'm thinking of like the, the tiny bike one, the tiny bike racer. Pocket bike racer. Pocket bike racers. That, yeah. that was all right. <laughs> it was aggressively okay. <laughs> Very much a six out of ten. <laughs> Heav- heavily mid. <laughs> oh, man. I went to like. There, went there's to a like YouTube a, video about those Burger King games. I'll send it to you in Discord. I've I've played them all. I've suffered through all of no, them. No, there's like a YouTube video about the making of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I went to like uh, I think Dead Island. I went to that and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty big, even though I didn't like that game and. I was at, so I worked at GameStop for a while. So I remember being at the Bioshock 2 midnight release. And I remember there was a Battlefield game that I was there for as well. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like everything kind of blends together because I went to so many yeah. of them. Look at that. But Halo 3 is the only one that stands out on its own. Yeah, Halo 3 I, was fucking huge. That was like a huge fucking thing. Yeah, Halo 3 was like, was that arguably like the biggest launch for a game like ever at yeah at that time lifetime? i feel yeah. like i remember what, seeing the well, what game has matched it since then like last of us 2 maybe well i, I mean don't know, i mean man. like for physical like going to a midnight release thing i don't know i think it might be halo but I don't well, know. I just because halo 3 was so huge like i used to see the commercials all the time and like i didn't know much about halo but i rented it at the time because i was like and eh, let me see what the big deal is play through the campaign and i was like i don't know what the big deal is but it was fine <laughs> that was I, um, my ending. I can't think of any other game that was like as highly anticipated as halo 3 um maybe maybe kingdom hearts 3 maybe because like people maybe. Have been waiting for that for a while but i mean i, I know gta 4 was a big deal when that came out that's yeah 
Yeah, I was really looking forward to that one because it was the first one I got like right when it came out. I hated that game as a kid, but I (laughs) played the shit out of the multiplayer. But like, I remember I was like, what is all this realism? Fuck this shit. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. going a, back to pocket bike racers. I'm gonna play Saints Row where I can put a wait, wait, satchel about, charge on the front of a Saints golf cart. Row. Oh my god. Ooh, dude, the, ori- fucking... the original Saints Row Insurance uh, Fraud missions, I pl- dude. I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. It was I, so good. One of my favorite we haven't talked about this, but like there's a feature on the Xbox three sixty that was on the original Xbox where you can just download or you can rip your CDs yes. onto the bar yeah. drive. And then uh, there were games that utilized that. So Saints Row was one of them where there was a radio station specifically for the songs that were on your uh, Xbox hard drive. And I listened to so much Rush in Saints Row. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're speaking my language, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think like SmackDown vs. Raw 07, you could do the same. Like it had like a little playlist you could make of like the songs that were in the game. And then if you added any. Wait, one of the I know one of those wrestling games you could couldn't you use for your intro music for your creative character like the music that's on your yeah I think it was oh seven I think oh seven was one of them I miss when wrestling games were good oh yeah thing is I was thinking about getting SmackDown vs Raw seven again and I went on eBay and that game's like fifty bucks now what the fuck yeah Yeah, I guess everyone's like me they're like that game's good. Did you see I remember fucking, being really fucking good. Did you see the 50 cent blood on the sand shit going on? What's going on with that? I, it's not going on anymore, maybe. Let me see. I'm just going to type in. It's Peter still pricey. If you're, so, if you're... well, this game, 50 cent blood on the sand was like fucking $20. Okay, it's only like $13 now, apparently. Okay, so before, when the backwards compatibility program was going on, this was one of those random games that got thrown in there. And a handful well, of the backwards compatible... Well, I mean, a handful of the back- backwards compatible games um, you can't sell digitally. So the whole reason why this was such a hard, a big deal was because it's a huge licensing fiasco. This game is basically a an album as a video game, essentially, like for 50 Cent or whatever. Weird. It's a Gears clone. And um, so the game is on backwards compatible, but only physically. And since then, a lot of games that were digital are not bought purchasable digitally anymore. But... Uh, it used so this was a game that when it first released on backwards compatible you could only buy it physically and the this, the prices of the game skyrocketed to like $400 a fucking copy it was amazing I'm so everyone sure it's was still like, disc only yeah it this game will never be purchasable purchasable di- uh, digitally it's the same yeah. way that two human which is a game we could talk about too that was a huge thing during the 360 Fuck that yeah. game uh two human uh oh, you can't human. sell it so if you go on it's on backwards compatible on the xbox one and series it's, and it's free it's free you yeah because you can just download it illegal to down it's illegal to sell so yeah that's fucking there some, really cool. there was like a lawsuit with like epic games i think yeah because i think they didn't pay for what they did like what they used their engine for or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, fiasco. it was engine fiasco. Yeah, with Unreal. Oh, because it was Silicon Knights that made it. Yeah, and then and and, and they were using like an unlicensed version of Unreal or something like that, or I forget. And it was a whole it was a whole big deal, and it killed Silicon Knights. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand. It's funny you bring that up because I actually I have that game uh, like complete, and I beat it like a like not that long ago. Like did a whole run through of it, and it is a very seven. It was a fun seven. That's the best way I can describe it. It was a fun seven. Fun seven. Yeah, I had a good time with it, but 
it's so funny because with the licensing with the music stuff like there's you unlock songs as you're playing through the game and there's like a little playlist that you can make but in the game they'd like turn the music off but yet but but weirdly enough at the end of the game you unlock will you unlock stuff as you go through it and what you unlock is like music videos so it's like I can't listen to in the club while I'm playing the game but I can go in in and watch but while I'm in like but I can watch the music video of it with the song playing which doesn't make any fucking sense to me but (laughs) but that's a fun game I'd be down to co-op it so I can get those co-op achievements I'm always trying to get achievements, dude. Yeah. The the fucking co-op achievements in I think Gears of War 2 or 3. By the way, Gears 3 was fucking huge also. Oh, Actually, that was really Gears. good. Um, Gear, love Gears. I'm a I'm a huge Gears of War fan. It's my favorite Xbox franchise. I played through all of them again with Chris on a novel console. Um and they were great. Loved all those games. I I, I still I think about playing Gears 3 like again. Like I kind of yeah. want to do a solo run on that. Gears 3 was just so fucking good. I remember, um, so when the first came out, my buddy Brandon and I, we played through that game so fucking much on like all the difficulties. We got our asses handed to us on the hardest every single time. And then they had that big like uh, trailer for the second game talking about how like, oh, now when you're down, you can crawl and you can pick people up. And, and that was fucking cool. And then the third game came out and it blew the second one out of the fucking water. And they added all sorts of fucking sweet multiplayer maps from like the first game, the second game, the fucking horde mode, which was insanely cool. Or no, no, I think. Yeah, no, it was think, horde mode. Didn't three also have that one where you could play as the locust? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, was that? way better than horde mode. <laughs> I fucking loved that mode. I think it's called overrun or something like that. That sounds right, yeah. And uh, fuck yeah, that the the gears. I guess not Beast. counting Judge. Sorry, it's called Beast. Beast. Mode. Beast mode. There we go. Judgment was was like all right, but yeah, the first three were fucking like some of the best three six. Well, probably the best three sixty exclusives. But yeah, those, those were really fucking good. Yeah, and because it, it, it was really like the big hit that I think Xbox kind of needed to legitimize the 360. Like it was a brand new IP and it was the game that sort of set the standard for what third person shooters were going to be. And like mm-hmm. so many games copied Gears right after that, you know, that looking back, it's it's kind of weird how Gears of War isn't kind of seen as like a big deal anymore. Like not as much as it used to be, but it influenced like basically every third person shooting game ever since like oh, it's, yeah. it's it's gears and resident evil 4 like those were the two games that changed everything it's hilarious because like i was like what is gears overrun why does that remind me of something it is from gears of war judgment i don't know why that because that is easily the one i played the least but like yeah. so, for judgment, some reason judgment overrun. judgment's rough we reviewed it on our show go listen to it everyone right yeah. now pause and go and listen to that and then come back <laughs> yes it's important I re- yeah i reviewed it as well Looking at a list of uh, the best 360, three sixty three fuck three sixty exclusive games of all time, Lost and, Odyssey. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, Lost Forza, Odyssey is fantastic. Forza Three is at the top. Motorsport Three. What I played of it was really good. It's because a fucking oh. casual wrote that. Oh, fucking Crackdown! Crackdown was fucking sick. I have yet to play Crackdown. Crackdown's super fun, dude. It's like a 
superhero game, but you play as a fucking super soldier and you can do anything and it's awesome. Yeah. It's like what if the Ubisoft games had a fun mechanic in it? <laughs> <laughs> and that you, fun mechanic is that you jump really high. Yeah, and you fucking you just level up from doing anything. Like you level up your throwing ability by throwing shit. You level up your shooting ability by shooting shit. You level up your your fucking running ability by running yeah. and it's it's, but now it's everyone, like more everyone says that but now exactly. everyone says those games are bad. Well, fuck them. I think Crackdown is still well, good. I, I think it's Crackdown 3 everyone shits on. Yeah. Well, it's just because Crackdown 3 is like, it's dated. Like, when you play it, you're like, oh, this is like a 360 game. But I think a lot of people who are looking for that are like, oh, this is kind of comforting. <laughs> this yeah. is like a 360 game. That's a good thing. It also fucking really, the, the Crackdown 3 was like both announced and released in that weird period of time in the in the xbox one era where there were just like no xbox exclusives like as far as the eye could see there was just fucking nothing coming up and then they were like oh crackdown three you know you know what you love it and it just just didn't live up to the standards it was advertising this multiplayer mode that had the server side server side uh destruction physics like everything could be destroyed and stuff like that which is really interesting because i have no fucking idea what came of that but this recent game another game we've reviewed recently uh the finals has that exact thing that crackdown was like uh like advertising for its multiplayer and it's so cool so i always wondered what happened to crackdown 3 because like I don't know, maybe it was just ahead of its time and like they tried too early and they just didn't have the tech for it, which is why well, I never it, heard of it. But well, it was supposed well, Crackdown 3 was supposed to come out in 2016, but it didn't come out until 2019. Didn't didn't Battlefield also have that type of thing too, where like when you blow shit up, it also appears blown up for other people? I don't think it was server side though. I think like it was um, like being I think it was being offloaded to the game because I I I'm I'm not a technical guy, but I'm pretty sure like the stuff happening in the map was being rendered from your engine from your game whereas what's happening in the finals is that the server is like doing mm. the doing all the work and that's why there's so much ridiculous shit happening on Xbox Series X's and it's not like exploding them okay okay that makes sense that makes sense someone's oh. screaming at their fucking iPhone <laughs> their iPod their zunes <laughs> trying their to AirPods, get me to shut yeah. up Oh, oh boy. man, what else do we got here? Fable Gear series, yeah. Fable, Fable Two is toward the t- yeah. top two. Everybody fucking loves Fable Two. That was good. Uh, the four condemned. Of course, I've, I've only played like an yeah, hour condemned. of Fable Two, but it's very good. oh condemned. Ooh, that game is awesome. That game so, is fucking awesome. I love fighting homeless people. Even better in a video <laughs> game. There is this one part in Condemned. I won't spoil it because it's backwards to battle. We should play it. Um, yes, where. I was talking to somebody, like someone came in my room, they're like, hey, uh, dinner's ready in like five minutes uh, if you want. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And I'm about to fucking get the jump scare of my life. And so I'm like, as soon as it happens, she screams louder. Like it's like my dad's girlfriend. She screams louder than I, than I am gonna scream. But then I scream. And then a little piss comes out of my, of my tiny little <laughs> teenager dick. <laughs> little pee comes out. <laughs> And uh, I remember just being like, you got to get out of here. And then she leaves and I look in, the, in my pants. I'm like, oh, my God, that's not good. <laughs> my favorite part about that game is how like 
like he, he always the, the character always holds the phone in front of his fucking face like instead of pointing the phone up to your ear like a normal human being would he holds it in his face yeah and no it was but like the, and it was like the old nokia phones yeah dude you know you're yep. just staring at it yeah. i hold my phone like that now like un, <laughs> unironically i hold my phone in front of my face towards a corner of my vision i don't look directly yeah. at it it's not in the middle of my vision <laughs> do you guys oh do you guys remember God. who made condemned no not toys for bob <laughs> i wish i wish no monolith oh no yeah, I knew shit that. yeah uh, the guys who made fear yeah yeah shadow mordor and gotham city imposters baby weird coming back looped right around what else do we got yeah. this crackdown project gotham racing Four. beautiful catamari can i that talk was... about the cat can I t- yeah that was 360 exclusive still is wow it was supposed to, if I remember correctly, with Beautiful Katamari, which I, I love. I'm, I'm quite a fan of the Katamari That's series. Insane. It was supposed to come out on like PS3, but it was that era where people didn't know how to make games for the PS3 yet. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, fuck this. And then there was rumors of it getting, like Beautiful Katamari also getting a Wii port, but they decided against it because they weren't sure how to make like the motion controls work with a Katamari mm-hmm. and the name Beautiful Katamari was meant to be like, oh, it's in HD. Look how pretty it is, right? So you could so, say those Wii ports were wrong. Those Wii, yes. those Wii ports of that mm-hmm. game, the port mm-hmm. to the Wii. Because it didn't look beautiful. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. Uh, fuck, but yeah, Beautiful think... Katamari, fun game. It's not the best game in the Katamari series, but it's it's still really, really good. So I highly recommend it. I remember when uh, I think games like for the longest time, any cross plat or multiplayer game that came out for uh, the PS3 was just humongously fucking broken. Like, yeah. um, what, what was that one? Silent. Well, I remember Orange. I remember Orange Box was broken on PS3, or like it wasn't yeah. as good. Notoriously, notoriously, Gabe Newell did not give a fuck about the PlayStation. Like no, PlayStation he 3. He's like, fuck no. this thing. If I remember correctly, the Mass Effect 1 oh, port, yeah, when that came to PS3, that was broken. Skyrim. Like, terribly. Skyrim on PS3 was All Bethesda games. ridiculously broken. I mean, um, Bethesda games are already broken. So to be even more broken true. is, is no, well there was there was a bug in I want to say it's Skyrim. It might have been Fallout 3, but like the longer the game went on, the, the saves like weren't saving like the way they were on every oh, other yeah. platform so the game yeah, i remember hearing about that going more and more ballistic as you played <laughs> yeah i remember hearing about that at the time because when skyrim came out it was like i think it was 2011 and so like it felt like it was kind of 50 50 ps3 360 at least that's what it felt like at the time so yeah. i heard a lot of that from my ps3 friends i they need to make a game like that where like the, the longer, like, the more time you put in your save, the more, like, the game fucking freaks out and just doesn't fucking work. That sounds yeah. like such a cool idea for a game. <laughs> like, you get, like, ten hours in and the game just refuses to fucking let you play. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the 360 had uh, an Ace Combat game that was exclusive. It did. That's Do you weird. remember Amped? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were going to say Hawks, but you were like, I'm not... <laughs> no, you're not a, no, that's PS3. Amped is no, a snowboarding Hawks, game, right? Hawks was a, a 360 game too. Tom Clancy's Hawks. Yep, 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 yep. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're thinking of uh, what is that? Haze. 
<laughs> I think that's I, a haze. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I, I feel like that's a PS3 exclusive. Everything everything comes back to haze, unfortunately. Oh, it's, that game, and that's like Insomniac, isn't it? It was free radical design. Oh, I'm insane. What am I thinking of? It's yeah, nothing they, good. They, no, those are the guys who did like the Time Splitters games. Oh, yeah. oh that's and, sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those and, guys uh, are gone. And, and the um, if you guys remember Second Sight, nope. Oh, that's that's a cool fucking game. It it was kind of a hidden gem in the the PS2 era, where it's you're this um you're this like ex- like they're studying like Paris psychology on you, so like you have like psychic abilities, but you also like shoot people. It's kind of a cool game. It kind of went under the radar at the time. I'd, I'd look it up. That's a fun game. But yeah. Oh, but I remember the first game I saw for the 360 that made me go, "This shit looks fucking cool." Is Cameo. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I swear yeah, to God, Cameo. It was Cameo because it was a launch title, along with uh, Perfect Dark Zero. Because Rare, Rare, they were still trying to push Rare, you know, to be like, "Look, we have Rare," even though it, the whole Rare story is kind of its own thing. But you know, but I mean, Cameo looked cool. I played the demo yeah. of it. Back in the day when they had those Walmart demos where you'd have to break your neck looking looking up at the TV screens. Oh, yeah, like the Reddit r slash TV too high. Yeah. Oh, um, Viva Pinata. I'll always stand by oh. those games. Are Th- those so games aren't good. bad. Those yeah. games are so good. Like, I'm not big into those kind of games, but Viva Pinata is... It, it it's works, such a u- It's such a unique setting you know, for it. Like, And the Trouble in Paradise is really good yeah, you know yeah, with sure. uh with with pal world being super popular right now xbox could strike gold with the viva pinata 3 i know I'm, why don't they should they so should long, bring that dude. back they really should bring viva pinata they and they so got much. toys for bob i mean come on like there's so many toys for bob toys for I, bob I, make a P- viva pinata game stop, I, I feel dude. i feel like toys for bob should do banjo i feel oh, like yeah. Well, well, do we do we do we talk about nuts and bolts? Yeah, let's talk about it. It's not that bad. I, I don't it's like pretty it. good. I I don't like it. I, I hate it so good. much. My my issue with it is when I was playing it, I was like, this vehicle stuff, like it's fine, but it feels like it was just thrown in to be different, you know? Because when I'm on the ground running around, jumping, doing platform stuff, it's fine. Well, but the game forces you to be in a car and do all the car shit, and I'm like, I don't want to do this in a 3d platform you know the reason for that is because the game wasn't a banjo game until way later in development when they were like hey we need to like slap an ip on this bitch and they're like it's the same thing with star fox adventures that was like a totally different game yeah that was dinosaur planet yeah and then they slapped the fucking star fox on it i didn't know that with banjo kazooie nuts and bolts but it makes a lot of sense they had like it was like a concept, and they were like, "Hey, can we banjo kazooie this? And <laughs> can like, we banjo this? Fucking yeah. yes! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the but... fucking the Bill Gates himself said that he was like, fucking, I yeah. guess, dude, whatever. Also, yeah. make sure banjo's fat. Uh, all right, <laughs> that like, that, in, that intro is actually kind of funny. It's great. It's like yeah. fat eating pizza, and then like, was it the game master where they're like faces like a TV screen that's pong? And it's just, you know? it's literally just, it's fourth wall break the game. Yeah. But like all gamers want to do is shoot things. It's like, oh well, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, do you guys ever watch the JonTron video on Nuts and Bolts? Nah. I just remember or I probably he did. it and I didn't watch yeah. it. I had to. I've seen like all his videos. But yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people hated on the game because of that video. And then people were like, it's not that bad. And I remember playing it and thinking... It's not that bad, but 
I just didn't want to stick with it. Yeah. So, oh but, yeah, Dead or Alive Four. I believe that's still exclusive. Oh. Xbox had a lot of exclusive Dead or Alive games. Like I think Dead or Alive yeah, Three was exclusive to the original Xbox oh, as well too. Still, and it yeah. still is. It's never been ported. That's I think Dead or Alive Four awesome. has never been ported either. Dead or Alive I, I Three. Th- I think was it's just my sexual awakening, man. Yeah, I think it's just because Tecmo doesn't care. <laughs> I, I doubt they care. Yeah, like they're. Yeah. Have you seen the new Dead or Alive game? It's like a hundred and fifty dollar. Yeah. Well, uh, so first of all, Jiggle Physics way down. Twenty twenty three. We can't be doing that. Or twenty twenty one. Whenever it we're came too, out, we're too woke for that now. But they. So, but literally, <laughs> the the whole entire business model is that I think it's a free game, and then like you pay like a hundred dollars for like oh, yeah. giant packs of DLC. Or something like that, or I think you can buy things of boobs. like individually. But like, yeah, it, it has all of the costumes and stuff in it. I yeah. see them go on sale like every couple of months, and I think about it. I'm like, do I spend forty dollars on this and just pretend like I just bought a game instead of I didn't? I just bought a bunch of bikinis for these girls. Yeah, and that's they so still fucking... they still do the volleyball games, don't they? Not in America anymore. They're not localized, but you can, of course, like there's no region locks anymore, so you can just import it. Yeah. And I think they have translations in it, but. <laughs> Do people play those games for the story? I do. Man, I just want to see what Zach's crazy shenanigans are going to be this time. He does get into some crazy shenanigans in those games. God, Dead or Alive used to be so fucking good, dude. It was. I played, I think it was Dead or Alive 2 on the Dreamcast. That That game was fucking awesome. Yeah, I think 2 was in Dead or Alive 3 Ultimate on the the original Xbox. Oh, hell yeah. Or was it 1? I don't remember. It was one of the older ones. I also remember they had a fucking AM, an anime AMV of fucking, uh, what is that Aerosmith song? Dream On. <laughs> Did they really? It, oh my god. Listener, please go Google Dream On Dead or Alive and just look at this edgy fucking YouTube video. Oh, it, it changed my little brain as a child. I was my watching that brain. on repeat. I didn't even know what Aerosmith was, but I was ex- I was emotional. The scenes where the ninjas are crying in the rain, where it's like, dream on, dream on. Like, I was like, oh my God, he's dreaming on. I don't know what the fuck's dreaming on. Oh my God. <laughs> Ooh, here's another one that uh, you boys will, will never, never guess was a, was a 360 exclusive. Uh, Cold Sept Saga. I don't even know what that game is. I'm racking the, my brain, and it's tickling something. I've heard, I've it's, heard the name. Yeah, the cult, the whole Coldcept series is like, it's pretty. Oh it's a my god, it's this bag. It's like a There's, card game. Yeah, card game slash board game, and they're they're oh, cool, god. but like weird. <laughs> um, the only one I've played the most of is Coldcept Revolt for the 3DS because I I fucking love the 3DS because I suck at life. So is this and like Mario Party? It's no. it's more like Monopoly. Mixed with like a like a monster evolving card game kind of thing. I okay. definitely it, I only bought this because it has an anime boy on the cover and also a T Rex. And I was like, "What is this?" And yeah, uh, it, it's pretty fucking like once you once you take the time to like play and learn how the game goes, it's actually pretty fucking fun. Like it's it's uh hmm. it's like Monopoly mixed with like Settlers of Catan mixed with like uh. Not Pokemon, but like uh, you just have like monsters that you can like upgrade and 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 fight other people, and it's yeah. it's pretty fucking rad. You know what yeah. memory this is unlocking for me? Because huh. around the same time I bought this, I also bought a game called Magna Carta Two. Oh yeah, oh Magna That's Carta Two, isn't yep. it? I yeah. believe so. Yeah, I think so. 
This is incredible. I'm just looking at the box art, and I can tell why I bought this as a child. (laughs) I can think of two reasons. Yeah. I can only see one of them on the box art, but I had the other one in my imagination. (laughs) Seeing all this shit reminds me of um, another game that was big with my group of friends around this time was uh, Soul Calibur 4. Oh, my God. I love Soul Calibur so much. Oh, yeah. Is that the one Yoda? Yes. That's the one that had the Star Wars characters. And that was... It was, like, to promote Force Unleashed. And yep. it was at a time where, like, Star Wars, like, it was the pre-Disney era. So, like, any Star Wars crossover was a big deal because it rarely happened. And I think it was, like, the like next major thing Star Wars did after the prequels, I think. That sounds um, right. And, yeah, the 360 had Yoda and the PS3 had Vader. And eventually they had DLC where you could get both. And and it, it was kind of like a console worry thing with friends of mine, you know, because they thought they were cooler because they had Vader mm-hmm. on their PS3. And it's like, well, guys, Yoda is like so much better of a fighter because he's so low to the ground. But... And he's fast as fuck, dude. Yeah, he, he's like odd job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> His lack of no, but that's legit. Advantage. Yeah, like you're punching yeah. over him a lot. Yeah, and So Calibur Four still holds up. Oh yeah, it fucking does. Like it, it's probably my favorite in the series. Yeah, I'd yeah. say two or four. It's tough. Two is great. The single player I think for four three is, is good, but fuck it. Yeah. And I just think four is just so refined. Yeah. Like it, like five doesn't hit the same and six is good. Six is solid, but it just, I don't know. Six doesn't have the same oomph that four does. You know what I mean? But that yeah. could just be Bamco not really caring about, um, Soul Calibur anymore. They just kind of put out, put it out just cause, just to get a new one out there. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're in between Tekken. So let's make a Soul Calibur real quick. Oh, here's one for Nave. Infinite Undiscovery. <laughs> oh, dude, I, you know what? I was literally going to bring that up, and I, I was, I was debating because I never really liked it until I played it as an adult. I literally just beat that game a couple of weeks ago. So one of the one of the best worst titles of all time. It was pretty good weird. Game. I'm, I mean, like the name. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's so super bad, weird. but it's amazing. And it's just, isn't it just a dry run for Star Ocean 4? I Okay, here's another thing. I, I There was a Star Ocean till the end of time, I think, on the 360, and I played it, and I was like, I fucking, this is directly after the Lost Odyssey, and I was like, JRPG kick, I'm playing all of them. I played Blue Dragon, loved it. And then I was like, that was the next one, I was Blue like, Star Dragon Ocean. Fucking, Blue Dragon fucks. I played Star I mean, Ocean, I was like, I, I, I fucking need to play Blue hate Dragon. this game. <laughs> Yeah, I need to play Blue Dragon because I played um, Lost Odyssey last year and loved it. Backwards to death. compatible, baby. I, I I have it. I'm I sure have it physically on the Dragon, shelf dude. behind me. Yeah. It's a, oh yeah. Because I'm such a I'm such a yeah. I'm, a, I'm such a Dragon Quest nerd that I'll probably like Blue Dragon. Yeah. It's basically it's basically um, a Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest three, yeah. but yeah, uh, and, and th- I was gonna say Dragon Quest three, but goofy as shit. <laughs> well, Dragon Quest already is goofy as shit. Yeah, that's true. So Wait, yeah. Fuck. Um, got, yeah. There's another 360, uh, 360 exclusive that I've I've heard of but never played. Ninety nine Nights. I, I, don't I have it actually. I've played. Is it's it kind of it's kind of like a Muso game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it it's like a love it or hate it kind of thing. I've never been. There's the a bunch of characters. Mu- I've never been the biggest Muso guy, but Same. one one of these days I'll sit down and like play through it. Like it's, the whole thing. It's kind of like a Muso, but it's kind of like Diablo as well, where you're like collecting Ooh. a lot of yeah. Loot. And gear yeah, and stuff, and this was sure. way before Borderlands. So, and and it was a super early uh, exclusive game. It was like oh six. Yeah, because I remember seeing because I used to rent three sixty games all the time, and I just saw that cover every time. And, and 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 I think 
it was never taken out. Like nobody ever rented it. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever fucking knew what it was. And it, it got a sequel though. Yep. Yeah. It was still. I've never. I didn't even know the sequel ever existed. So. Oh. But apparently, people did not like it. <laughs> yeah, I played it for a little bit, but I don't know. And another couple of weird ones: Bullet Witch and uh, One Chanbara oh, Bikini Samurai Squad. I yeah, isn't bu- isn't Bullet Witch just like a like a diet bayonetta? Basically, well, super way super, before yeah. bayonetta, and also it's it's terrible. It's so fucking awful. Yeah, it it's no bayonetta. But uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, Nichibara. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, the 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 game where you're like bikini girls with swords. Yeah, you fight zombies I, and shit. I'm zombies, pretty sure that I fucking is hate backwards. these games. I think it's backwards compatible as well. Because I think really? I own it. Yeah, is bikini it samurai really? squad. Let me go. So I'm gonna go check real quick. Yep, it's backwards yeah. compatible. So I definitely own it. Because if it's backwards compatible, yeah. I definitely bought it. Because I have I have Rumble Roses as well. Rumble Roses is good though. <laughs> Rumble Roses is so good because it's, <laughs> it's not ironically it's, so good. Because wasn't it made? I think it was made by Ukes, and they were doing like all the SmackDown games at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's in like the SmackDown. Here comes the Pain Engine. So it's like, oh, this is just like a good wrestling game. <laughs> but then you have like the Cowboy Girl, like the Avril Lavigne Girl, the Girl know? on Red, the Girl on Red. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like, it, ooh, that red. Yeah, it 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 is wacky, but it it weirdly kind of fits with um like Japanese wrestling as well. Like if you've ever watched like New Japan, it kind of fits, especially the more silly side. Yeah, it was developed by Yukes and published Yukes. by our good friends Konami. Oh, dude, Torchlight was 360, 360 exclusive. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little, uh, little bit of like watered down Diablo, but still pretty fucking cool. Let's see. Yeah, looking at 360 exclusives, now I'm starting to see a bunch of Connect games. I had uh, I, yeah, I, I played a ton those. of this game called Dungeon Defenders. <laughs> Dungeon Defenders, yeah, that was that was that okay. was really fucking good. I fucking I really was addicted to that. The only game that so I was super entrenched in like literally the online community of Dungeon Defenders. I got granular yeah. with it. I was doing like the preem strategies and shit like that. And the only other game that I really got like that with, besides like Rock Band and Guitar Hero, obviously, was Borderlands Two. Where I mean, and that's oh, yeah. not a game that everyone's gonna go. Whoa, that's a fucking deep cut. Everyone fucking knows that game. But <laughs> Borderlands Two, literally, I was in the fucking forefront of like the DLC releases and stuff with the premium strategies of how to beat the unkillable bosses, like the like late, late, late game bosses. And I yeah. was like circulating the guns. Like there was this thing called a B shield, which whenever it was full, you would shoot it and it would reduce your shield. Like you would take damage, but the first shot that you shot would do a ton of extra amplified damage. And then there was a gun called the conference call shotgun, which shot bullets yep. all over the goddamn place. And I had every, I had like huge, like, cause every gun is like RNG, but I had really good rolls on every shotgun and really good B shields of every element. And I, People all day, I would just accept game invites, drop the guns, leave before the game saved, and then do that for like more and more people, like duplicating those weapons for them so that they could go and fight those unkillable bosses. And I did that for months on Borderlands 2. I don't know. I I don't know why. I could have been doing anything else with my time. I could have been like learning a skill. I could have been <laughs> playing guitar. Well, you were learning a skill. Yeah. It was socializing. Yeah, we uh, and I'm I'm sure you you you're a legend in some people's eyes because of that. Yeah, that's the little domino, and now big domino. I'm a podcaster screaming about. 
360 games on the internet. Yes. We, we, all, we all turn the podcasters. We do that a lot too with, with Borderlands 2. Uh, what was the, the big, like the, the big, big, like final boss guy? Uh, uh, some Cromerax the Invincible, I think is what he was called. We would run him like over and over again, and there was one spot you could cheese where he like couldn't hit you with anything uh, unless his like tentacles spawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cromerax the Invincible and Vor- Vorasidious, apparently. Yeah, there we go. <clears throat> Um, Master Gi, that was the one. Master Gi was the one that everyone was getting the shit beat out of them for. Master Gi. Yeah, that that was like the first DLC that added Master Gi and somebody else. I can't. It's not showing on this list, but Master Gi, it was uh, insane because he would flood the 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 whole entire uh, battlefield in poison gas, and that poison gas just hurt so fucking bad. Is there any, any other? Things we should talk about about the 360 before we before we end this thing. There was um, a game called Rock Band Blitz. Did you guys ever try that? Because everyone's <laughs> played Rock Band and everyone's played Guitario, but oh, did you try Rock Band Blitz? I don't think I've thought of Rock Band Blitz in a long time. I'm pretty. Sure. I love it. Was that the that wasn't the PSP one, was it? No, it was it was a 360 PS3 arcade game. So essentially, uh, the game itself was it was similar to Frequency and Amplitude, like the games they made before yeah. Guitar Hero, uh, but it incorporated all of your Rock Band DLC that you've bought, purchased, and all That's future cool. Rock Band DLC for as long as the game was supported. And the game was priced at the price of a ten-song song pack, but it had twenty-five songs or something like that in there for the base game, and those songs were DLC in Rock Band Three that just carried over like you didn't have to pay any extra so and that had like a blink 182 song i'm trying to remember the songs but now i can't remember let me go look up real quick but like i played rock band blitz like fucking religiously even after i owned a rock an xbox one uh i was still playing rock band blitz like before i went to bed it was just such a nice little game yeah looking at the gameplay it's like you have all the different like like note like highways, I guess, like lined up with each other. Is it like you're? Is it like you're going back and forth to match them? Yeah. Or? So you have every instrument uh, on the screen at once, and each one only has two buttons, so left and right instead of five. And you're playing with yeah. a controller, so you're switching between each of the of the pathways. You can't fail, so there's no like incentive to like. N- the incentive is to make the multiplier go higher because like there are checkpoints throughout the song, and so when you're multiplier is the higher your multiplier is for each path the higher your multiplier goes further after the checkpoint it's hard to explain but like you're basically just juggling all of these instruments at once and uh it was really really fun and it had all of the rock band songs uh that you had purchased previously so if you bought songs for rock band it you could play the songs rock band blitz as well and they had a bunch of fucking banger songs. So they had "Always" by Blink One Eighty Two, a little less, a little less "Sixteen Candles," a little more "Touch Me" by Fall Out Boy, "Cult of Personality" by Living Color, "Death on Two Legs" by Queen, which is my favorite Queen song, "Give It Away," "Red Hot Chili Peppers." Uh, they had fucking all kinds of shit like that. "Jungle Boogie" by Cool and the Gang, That's some good shit. <laughs> yeah, "Shout Tears for Fears." Yeah, yeah. "Spoon Man" by Soundgarden. Yeah. The Wicker Man from Iron Maiden. Yeah. And the, little, like kind of a deep cut. Dude. 
I fucking love that riff, man. It's so yeah. easy to play, but it feels so powerful. Yeah. That was their <laughs> last that was like their last great record, I think, Brave New World. Yeah. That's when that's when Bruce came back. Yeah, that's cool. Because looking at it, Blitz reminds me a little bit of a rock band unplugged. Because I had like the PSP one, whereas you were like constantly swapping between all the other instruments. Oh and yeah, did, and I and I hated it because <laughs> I was not good at it. Yeah, but this is the thing is that it's on the PSP, so like the hardware is extremely limited. Yeah. So yeah, like I like I didn't play the games that actually were made to be really good on PSP, like all those RPGs and shit. So. Yeah, Popa Lokoroi. The, uh, what, what what's the level five one? Jean d'Arc. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. You know. You know what we did forget forget to talk about is the uh, the avatars. I mean, the there's, a like, of, there's a lot of there's a lot of 360 stuff we didn't talk about. I thought you were talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, the notorious oh, no. easy to get all the achievements game. Yeah. Then King Kong. King Kong is fucking stupid easy. Oh yeah, I have that game. It's a great game. You know what was amazing is that there was a uh. A, a what is it a community a community king kong disc that there was inside was like a library sign-in sheet and people would just mail it to each other and sign the sheet in the day and then like keep mailing it around google that shit because it's like that's what real fuck i don't know how to word that but that's pretty well like a library copy or kind of it was just like a I, you, i'm never gonna fucking be able to find this that's okay was well, it that's everything we need to know about the 360. Uh, it's time for Aaron to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> shit. I, I I I will say the 360 was it would probably be my desert island console. Yeah. Just because it has so many great fucking games on it and so much stuff I didn't play or didn't play enough of that if all I had was the 360 in its library I'd be good, man. I would so- say like the Xbox. Series X would probably be better because it would have the a bunch of the 360s library in it also. I mean, true, That's true. But well, fuck. One more time, fellas. Where can people find you guys and your shows and your socials and all that shit? Me first. Yes. Yeah, you I go first now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm uh, Nave over at Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. Our Twitter is at Game Together Pod. That's where you'll find me. Phillips doing the Facebook. I don't know what the fuck he does over there. Probably nothing good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing productive. Nothing good's happening over there. Uh, so we talk about uh, games. We're on, we're on all your podcasting catchers or whatever. We're doing our YouTube now. Uh, we neglected it for years. It is now up to date. And uh, we're trying to keep on top of that stuff. Right on. How about you, Thrak? All right. Um, well, I'm, I'm on Twitter at Thrak94. And I'm also on Blue Sky at Thrak if you want to chat with me on there. And I'm in all the various discords, uh, the Super Pod Saga Discord, and a bunch of other discords. So, if you ever want to chat with me about whatever, you know that that's the place to do it. Right on. Thank you, uh, everybody, for for listening. Uh, I'm gonna go pass the fuck out because I've I've chugged like two monsters and uh, the zero sugar ones too. So not only am I caffeinated like a motherfucker, I am also gonna have I'm also gonna contract cancer. One of these days, I'm just going to go fucking uh, die. Okay, bye. (laughs) So this is the end of the show. This is it. Press X to not (laughs) die. (laughs) Everybody say bye. 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 (laughs) Bye.